Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Hurry on down to our butterscotch castle. We want to show you the place where it all begins. Uh, oh, the, the male broken. gymnast did the tumble and landed. Yeah. Like at a slight angle, and it like compound fractured his leg. Like his oh, leg. I oh, thought, yeah. His I, leg was I literally like you mean this. Somebody's butthole fell out. No, that happened too. Apparently during the. Uh, How the, does that happen? The, the weightlifting. No, okay. Oh, okay. The buttholes fall out. Yeah. Well, they they tighten Check up. Check your mics on. They tighten up their. Uh, I turned their waist yeah, when they're when they're down power. there to and so it's basically it's a oh, big okay. push. Trees. Okay. And you're grossing me out. Can we yeah. talk about about Matt? No. Matt's, uh, I'm gonna sperm finish until you. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny, right? Yeah, it was hilarious, man. Ah. I wait, thought wait, that was Matt, Matt's sperm silverfish. Not yours. Prolapse. Ass. <laughs> no, nope. I'm going with the Prolapse sperm. Colon. I can handle the sperm silverfish all day long. I think I've actually seen a video online about someone who's lifting weights and he's straining. And then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, oh right yeah, out. it's very common in the weightlifting. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can hear you, McNugget. I know. I'm about to eat my nuggets. <laughs> oh. My butthole. Recording starts. Food goes down. He dropped Recording nuggets. Starts, food goes so down. they ate them. Oh. It's the a silverfish. This this wow. mic is heavy. You gotta. It's built to last. Extra exercise. Uh, yeah. Is that the one and I see, usually use? Again. Unlike that's anybody that's in one, this room, we're that's not two. built to last. I, I just got an ADA filled out for work. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Do you want yeah. a mic stand? Oh, yeah, put a little mic stand in stairs front of you. at work were killing me, so uh, I actually talked to HR. All right, welcome to Geek Shock number. Three hundred and fifty. Oh. I am Master Torgo. The fuck are what you? What in the hell? <laughs> what? Oh, what did they give you? I don't know. <laughs> it's the celebratory three hundred fifty oh, episode. Drink. Is that not Coke? No. Or they they give you cleanser. <laughs> Take another drink. <laughs> is it repulsive? Oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. What is this? No. It, it's no. just it, open it up. Oh, no, he must. It's just the. Uh... Oh, there's coffee in this. I'll get you a real Coke in just Sad a second. Oh, there's great. coffee in that. How could they screw it up? How could they screw it up that bad? That's a lot of coffee. <laughs> uh, is that even the berry? He needs it. No, wait, 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 I don't wait, need wait, that. I, I got no it. Is it coffee? Coffee and, it's coffee and Coke. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to piss him off? <laughs> I don't know. I hate that fucking McDonald's so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost talked myself out of going every time, but I, uh, what the fuck is wrong with me? Well, you know, you're pa- all I really wanted was the drink. You pay top dollar for your food. You're you right, expect you know, quality, right? It's, it's 99 cents any size. By the time I get done with my fucking show. So, <laughs> was there, like, was there the coffee Rivera, grounds at the bottom of that cup? And That's disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god, it's fucking coffee, dude. It's fucking coffee. Is there like grounds and stuff in there too? Oh. Uh, what Crystal Pepsi and Mexico. Mexico. We don't have normal choices here. Oh, god, god damn Mexico. it. Yeah, that's a pr- that's a pretty oh, rancid oh, flavor, I have to admit. That's that's motherfucker. And and the thing is that I got the lucky side yeah, because my palette was prepared. 
If you if you're ready for Coke and you pull that in your mouth, oh, it's like the shitty jelly beans. Contrary, <laughs> loves that game. Contrary to my elephant character, I do not like eating coffee. <laughs> in fact, I hate it. I hate coffee so much. I enjoy the smell. Uh, sure, Sometimes it smells amazing. The aroma is nice, but God. Damn it. Thank you, Jeff. That's oh, thank boy. you, Jeff. So, I have got to and, clean and, my palate yeah, with a Mexican. And, and you notoriously hate coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. Everybody knows that. that listen like, to the they show. know it at McDonald's. There <laughs> used, to, there used to be a drink in the Midwest. I think what it was the called. Fu- Who put, how could coffee get in the Coke? Probably not in any good way that you want to know. So who are you? And yeah, you no, might want to check your sandwich. There's no wow, receipt. 350 episodes, and you get derailed at the fucking introduction. <laughs> I know. No I know. I'm glad Andy is doing this preview yeah. thing so we can put voices to faces. <laughs> <laughs> and rage. So I'm going to try to... I'm Master Torgo. Rage. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Dr. Vlarg. Hey. Commander K. Andy. No one can hear you. Maple Leaf Max. Andy, sorry. Maple Leaf Max. <laughs> <laughs> You're a failure. He talked, in, he talked into his phone. Jesus. <laughs> this might be my favorite start of any episode ever. And you be careful. You're like two feet away from. I'm two aware. Rings. I'm aware. Okay. You know what's funny, uh, Paul? Is there's actually a uh, a beverage in the Midwest when I was growing up called I think it was called Zydeco, and it was. Literally, cola and coffee and... Obviously, it was I a good idea. It stuck around. Were you listening to Zydeco in your car when you pulled up to the drive-thru? Maybe that's it. <laughs> Zydeco always sounded like the coolest genre of music, just by name. And then I listened to it. I'm going to the coffee. Oh. <laughs> You're still... Oh, oh. Or uh, what was that? Coca-Cola yeah. Black, too, for a while, which was... Who uh, ordered Coke that? Coke Who this coffee. fuck? Hey, Billy, get him the special drink. All right. Oh. <laughs> that's that's amazing. That's terrible. I've never seen hey, that or fucking heard of guy's that in the drive-thru Ever. again. Let's give him a coffee and Coke mix. Nah. Hey, no one can hear you. How could, Use the mic. How could it mix? It's not, that's just it. <laughs> there was just they, coffee. They're in not the on the same already. station. My guess is there were grounds already in that cup. It was a cup that was up and out, and was someone just filled it with Coke. Use it for. Oh, God damn it! Yeah. That, in I'm fact, so I angry. hope that's what happened because it could be a whole bunch of worse I'm things. I'm so angry. <laughs> You're never going to eat McDonald's again? Which which one is it that you go not? to? I went to that shitty one on the corner of Flamingo because it's on the way. Oh, oh that place. Flamingo I went Eastern? there once. Don't, don't go to that yeah. one. <laughs> I know. Hey, don't go, don't to, go one. to that one. <laughs> I know. I almost never do, but it adds another 15 minutes if I, do, if I go to the other one. Hey, we you went know, over on... You know, we're already here. here. We could probably have somebody pick up food for you and have it here waiting for you. All right, we'll plan the day that before my twenty first birthday. I went to, to that, that McDonald's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I yeah. had my appendix out. Oh, see, there it is. <laughs> yeah. It is a shitty McDonald's. It's one of the shittiest McDonald's I've ever been to. I don't know. I can name a few in Charleston that are pretty bad. Yeah, there's a lot of shitty ones. There's, I mean, there's more shitty McDonald's than good McDonald's. And you know you're gonna buy it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that hungry. I just wanted a little something. Way to make choices with your money. Uh, not a hardly choice. Oh, you should see the choices I've been making with my money this oh, month. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, God. It's been good hey, times. man. got so much stuff. Don't even say I that. lucked out. I got Don't the Shockmaster <laughs> coming to me. <laughs> the Shockmaster? Really? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. WCW. Doing the pink one of the... No, no, uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know so, talking about. Yeah. Did you see the figure? No. See? But I know it, what was you're a, it was a. It was a. Exclusive for San Diego Comic-Con. Kicked off with wrestling. 
Yeah. Exclusive to San Diego Comic Con. Welcome back, Barry. And the packaging is amazing. Have you watched? Do you watch that? I watched yeah. that uh, introduction of him all the time, and it's like you always hear like Bobby the Brain. He fucking fell. Not Torgo's fell, leaving. He fell. Look at him. He fell. He's what done. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Torgo good. just quit. He's done. Done yeah. with wrestling. Done with you, man. <laughs> I know why you got your coffee, Paul. Because you like wrestling. So they were thinking of the the stupid uh, video on YouTube with uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Cup, cup of coffee. coffee in the big time. Cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Cup the of coffee in the big time. to the top. The stretch. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat gonna have your cup of coffee in the big time. Well, let me tell you, Mean Gene, this is all you're gonna get. Oh, yeah, this is it. Just this one cup, and you're gone. You're done. You understand? Oh, yeah. Oh, no coming back from this one. No he, way. He gave the craziest promos. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Barry, how the hell have you been? Oh, I'm tired. Oh, fuck, this guy? Oh. Terrible. Full of meat. <laughs> so much We just meat. had barbecue I before this. Him. So you went to uh, Memphis then? No, no. Fuck that. We went to Lucille's. We went to Lucille's proper. The home of the greatest beef ribs. And Torgo put so much meat in his mouth. It was like... Hello. It's like being in Jeff's room. <laughs> <laughs> and I quote, what did 80s Jeff say? Um, his dick is like Neil. No, 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 no. <laughs> when, the, when the waitress... Hammer of the God Thor. No, 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 out no. The, no. The, the boxes. I'm an expert at putting large things in small... That's exactly uh, what I said. Small. I'm an expert at putting large things in small spaces. Ugh. <sighs> Dude, you I'm said fine. that I'm to just... a waitress tonight? No. I said that to Andy. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> Andy had the nerve to tell me that he didn't think I could fit the, the beef ribs on my plate in the small box that they here. <laughs> so, so, wow, I Andy. It, I don't think so you're going to be able go. to fit those in there. And I said, Andy. Therefore, <laughs> I said, Andy, sexy talk. Come, come to my, yeah, exactly. Andy, come and, to I, my and I bedroom. piped up and yelled across the restaurant, how long have you been waiting to use that? Five years? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, of all people, you should appreciate the uh, potential of a non-Euclidean geometry man. dick. The funny thing is, it became Torgo became the the recipient of the dick, not me. I was I didn't know how I dodged that one. I'm Jeff's roommate. I'm always oh, the recipient okay. of the dick. And this I, is what I, I didn't came have back to dodge. For. You just fell. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a completely unrelated note, I came up with an idea to open a uh, hat store that only sells hats made of knives. And I'm going to call it the Stabadashery. Nice. <laughs> How about that? Jesus Christ, you're that? still not funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't been here in six months. I figured I'd give you some time. You're still not funny. Oh, it's no. Like it'll never change, trying. Barry. It's a whole it'll hat. never change. We got a whole hat oh, theme going. I refused to eat we, his yeah, we uh, had fruit a hat. by the fez last time. We had fruit by the fez last week. And I was like, <laughs> fruit by the fez. I heard so it. Gross. <laughs> Listen. That was good fruit leather. It actually yeah. was good yeah. fruit leather. <laughs> it was gone within Paul's 24 like, hours. Paul's uh, like, uh, no, no. And we're all like, it smells like fruit. <laughs> no, just uh, Which he hates. Just in, t- just in town for a week, uh, doing a little work, visiting family, and uh, playing some D&D with the old crew ah, after yeah. five years. <clears throat> oh, my. Picking up exactly where we left off. Fuck, the, the, the back of the map is still has the same map on it that we did in the last 
adventure He's together. one of those dry erase marker maps, right? Yeah, the wet erase ones, yeah. yeah. But the, the other side has the hex map, and that was the one where you guys went through and fought like the goblin army and shit, and you pulled stuff from the deck of many things and screwed everything up. Still have that map. Um, I did fine from that deck, yeah, if I remember you, right. You did all yeah, right. you and Paulette, you motherfuckers. Oh, someone <laughs> pulled a bad card and broke all his magic items. Three <laughs> bad cards. It was one ass-fucking after another. Yeah, well, you wait till uh, Saturday. So it's a progressively larger rod each time, then, is that what you're saying? And it always progressively comes Progressively larger oh, rod understand. of many parts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until it got to Mjolnir. A rod of many spikes. <laughs> so, gentlemen, what'd you do this week? What geeky things you want to get off your chest? I made a geek connection. A geek connection? Oh, yeah. I wrote a, I wrote a story about the uh, the Jedi Dog Temple, which is a burning. I, s- I saw. I don't know what what is the Jedi Dog Temple. It's a Burning Man family, and they've got their kid who's been to Burning Man every year except for last year. He's four when he when they asked him. They said, "What do you want to do for Burning Man this year?" And he said, "I want to build a temple, which is you know the things they burn out there. They're called temples." Um, and so they got a grant they got the youngest person to ever so, get a grant from burning man to build the jedi t- temple and when his mom was like filling out the paperwork she goes you sure you want to build the jedi temple and he goes no mom it's not a jedi te- it's not a jedi temple it's a jedi dog temple everyone's invited so these are the same people yeah, it's who, a kid yeah okay these are the same people who um have the uh, um shuttle that that okay that, the, 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 the star trek yeah. shuttle vehicle yes i have questions mm. what's a burner family exactly a family that goes to burning man a lot there, there's a whole freaking suburban area up there there's like 500 families that go up to that thing i gotta ask in okay. the rj yeah is your office beside fox Mulders? like uh, like where you <laughs> i am fox Mulders. Like, like, you're, you're down in the, like the stories you come up with <laughs> like, <laughs> the ones i like to write anyways although if you're going to burn this temple that would make him very sick wouldn't it well i don't know so when I was writing the story, at the end of the story, I said, so you guys, have you guys talked to the local Jedi about it? They go, the what? I'm like, oh my. So I, I've got hold of the local Jedi temple that basically there's a, like the 501st, there's a bunch of Jedi that go off and do charitable things and are Lucas licensed. Okay. And, and, bathroom of, co- and of course I know them. Um, and so I hooked them up. And so when they had the unveiling of the temple, uh, a bunch of Jedi showed up for it. And that was all because I did that. And no, that's that's I was really so good, happy man. to have that happen. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Love it. And so it's this nerd kid. connections yep. via Andy. So this little kid was already Ladies pretty excited to have the temple. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you no, missed earlier the you word tell of the day. Angle. The word of the day. Moist. Is moist. It's <laughs> oh, a good word. It's a, a good word. word. I, don't, I don't understand why so many people hate it. There's a lot. It. Yeah. yeah no. It's it's, it's. it's a trigger word. Very, it is. It is. It's weird. Uh, but that's awesome, strange. Andy. I, yeah. My hat is off to you. My hey, not. Edible Not fruit, fruit, leather. fruit leather, and as long as I'm as long as I'm bragging about stories, I heard on your other show, you talking about uh, that David um, movie Co- of the week thing, Koresh? the the kid that got <laughs> yes. burned. And yeah, Goliath? apparently you don't read my stuff enough because What's going on? I, well, I interviewed Dave uh, for the August fourth uh, issue just recently. Yeah, he lives here in town. He's an artist. He calls himself Dave Dave now because for some reason he doesn't want to have his father's surname anymore. No, really? Yeah, crazy. Well, what was his father's surname? Uh, it doesn't matter. His father Dude, set his him father on fire and tried him. to kill him. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would get yeah. rid of that name. <laughs> uh, wow, dude. Oh, cool. Yeah. Speaking Tiny of the world, it is. He's a. Uh, He's a courageous motherfucker. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring the story. To have gone through all that shit. Yeah. 
Speaking of the Fez, though, Andy, uh, I see it. Yeah. Unless you want it back, I just added it to the collection. Oh no, I want it back. That's, yeah, okay. that's part of my regular. All right. That goes in my regular you know, cycle of hats. All right. Because right. oh, you it, otherwise, <laughs> cycle of hats. <laughs> it's the cycle of hats that Andy wears <laughs> upon his head at the Geek Fandom Bar. Do you wear a trilby? <laughs> Good. What else uh, you do, gentlemen? Yeah, I don't know if you necessarily consider it geeky, but uh, <laughs> it suits I went you. Saw... It suits you. You have a fez hat. Hey, look at you. <laughs> wow, it that does. really does suit. It does. Wow. He looks like the you Egyptian could... in Blade Runner. <laughs> you could me. just leave the. How much is it for me? Akbar and or Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> My brother's name is Jeff. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Brothers, lovers, both? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Only the anyway. Uh, I went to see. Sausage party this weekend. Oh, okay. What'd and you actually think? ran into Matt and Paulette at yeah. the no. theater. How was it? It was, it was really awesome. goddamn funny. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of subtle and not so subtle socio political. Uh, I heard it takes a good swipe at uh, organized religion, which I'm all about. It does. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. That sounds. Good. It does that. It does that. Uh, you know, a lot of social. You know, what could are considered social norms and whether they should or shouldn't be, but in such a, a funny comic setting that sometimes the the commentary will slip right past you and you have to think about it for a second because you're laughing so hard at the actual joke they make. But uh, but yeah, it was really, really funny. I highly recommend Original so, idea done very, very, very well. Absolutely. So highbrow, lowbrow comedy, right? Uh, a little of both. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's one yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly. All right. So yeah, it was Matt, a lot of fun. Matt, any other thoughts on that? Since you're the only other one that saw it. It's good. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but All right. That was in-depth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's why I didn't get the Cisco and Ebola part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stroke wallet. I stroke wallet. I, like, <laughs> I felt like Johnny Carson there for a second. It's like, it's like I really liked it. What would you think, Ed? Yes. yes. <laughs> Cisco <Yeah>. and Ebola. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Cisco <laughs> and Ebola. <laughs> they were in the Bible, weren't they? Yes. Uh, they wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, did you catch the Canadian beer? Go, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yep, <laughs> sorry, yep. sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> what was it called? Log Jam? Log Jam Canadian Lager or something like that? <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I have uh, been playing No Man's Sky. Yes, you we have. watched the, that, the, and it looks amazing. The controversial game, I guess, is what it is. Uh, I love this game. Uh, too mu- so much that right now my mind is kind of obsessed with it. Was this the game we were playing, you were watching and play a minute ago? Yes. Yeah, Before I cool. started there, I was I was playing a little bit, uh, s- somewhat to show you guys what it looks like in action, and partially because, again, I'm very obsessed with this. I'm glad you showed me because I was very interested in getting it, but I've heard it's got problems on the PC, so obviously i got to wait. Yeah, there's, there's problems to work out. I'm playing it on the PS4. Uh, this is definitely not a game for anybody. Paul, you would hate this game. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, I watched the Jimquisition, and I was like, oh, thank goodness I saved myself that trouble. <laughs> but... If you don't mind a really slow-paced game at, with a lot of exploration, a lot of crafting, a lot of uh, economics. Yeah, the crafting is what put me off. And I hate crafting. Just a go-wherever-you-want, a true sandbox <laughs> experience. Uh, this game's great. It's, it's one of those few games I feel is made for me. Huh. Uh, like It's got a lot of the same feel of Minecraft without the building aspect. All right. So you can die, but you'll you know, you respawn without your stuff. You have to go get your stuff. Was you know, it's kind of like an MMO alone, 
in a way. I love the fact that it's an MMO, but you don't actually have to deal with people. Right. Which are and, the worst part of MMOs. And, oh, come on. Or the best. Baron's Chat? Come on. Who? What? Baron's Chat. MMO. World of Warcraft. Baron's Chat. What? what the you, zone oh, Baron's, Bar- Baron's chat. chat. You know what I heard? Baron's Shot. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Sorry. Too. What it's, is that? A, it's a, a, me. a German logger? Sit- the fuck? He's heard- sitting next to me. The mumble is spreading. I'm sorry. <laughs> and how. <laughs> So yeah, if you want a, a slow pace but very very interesting and enthralling and kind of zen game, I highly recommend it. Yeah, the, the depth of his stroke. obsession is, uh, for example, he played it late into the evening last night. Went to bed, got up early this morning and played it. Stopped because he had to go do research for the show, and after only a couple hours of doing research, was right back on it. Which is why there's only one item of news today. Yeah. yeah. One new <laughs> item. may or may not get to. And the I was going to say, like, we'll ever get to yeah. it. <laughs> and the item of news is that uh, no, no Man's Sky was released. So yeah, we've done this. We've done this. Okay. Covered. What else to do, guys? I watched the first season of Marco Polo, uh, the Netflix series. Marco. And it's pretty good. Uh-oh. It is. What? Uh-oh. Wait a it minute. Is. You're the one that recommended uh, it, Paul. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Wow! wow. Look, look, hey, I watched no, wait, it on wait, his wait, wait, recommendation. I'm mistaken. I'm mistaken. It is pretty it. good, actually. First season is better than the second season. Second season starting off kind of whack. But you, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. There's another one out there. Another historical one with like Vikings and shit. Vikings, Lost Kingdoms, Lost Kingdom. Yeah, garbage. Okay, garbage. But yeah, Marco Polo's got some redeeming the guy, stuff. Benedict Wong, the guy's playing the Kublai guy who plays Kublai Khan. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah, and awesome. Joan Chen is the Empress. Yeah, I was just about she, to say the guy who they got for Kublai is. Badass. It's it's really cool because I get a feeling. I of course this is total uh, just out of my ass feeling, but I get a feeling that no the producers actually wanted to do a Kublai Khan miniseries and like people were like we got to have a white guy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so they were like well we'll just you know we'll just blow up Marco Polo how will the audience oriental themselves to the show because there are plenty there are plenty of times plenty of uh, parts of episodes where the point of view is not him it doesn't involve him so it's really cool he's very Superfluous. Is it in yeah. the second season you said? Yeah, the uh, second yeah. season's out. Is and there's done? a standalone movie about Hundred Eyes, Eyes yeah. who's the blind assassin. I watched that. Did, yeah. did you like that? Yeah. I didn't see that yet. Did he, silly, I mean, it, uh, it, it, it isn't big or much, but it's it's interesting. Cool. But He's that guy, yeah, god damn it. The first scene where he meets Kublai Khan, it's like, he, Jesus that guy, that actor, has such a commanding presence. He's like he's yes. totally like, you know, I'm I'm emperor of of most of the world, and I'm used to shit going my way. And it, it, it's yeah, it's yeah. got some cool stuff with that. And I like, I really like the set of his throne area. Yeah, his temple. Yeah, that throne that he sits on is yeah. amazing. His temple is yeah. cool. Is yeah. it? Um, the villain is a little paper thin yeah and and played with that i'm a bed game i was a little disappointed because i'm getting kind of used to the game of thrones where everybody has some dimension right and i was i was hoping that he would and they they came close because you actually get the feeling that that guy does want to save the song dynasty yes and he makes but, some statements about are yeah you talking like about the like, cricket emperor or whatever the he talks he talks again the chancellor he's yeah. one uh, side of his mouth he talks a little bit about you know 
I'm trying to preserve something of the way the dynasty should be, and this is the way the lineage should be, and Kublai is just a monster, and da, da, da. and then meanwhile he's abusing children to their death. It's yeah, like, it, it, yeah, it gets weird. It gets a little, a little pulpy. Yeah, that. So. Thank you. That's precisely the feel. Yeah, precisely the feel. He's but, he's he's caricaturish. Yeah. And don't watch it for like martial he's, arts stuff because they have no. a little bit in there and it's cool, but it really is a court intrigue series. Okay. Yeah. And it, it and just watch it for Benedict Wong as, yeah. as Kublai Khan. It, it's it, worth that, it. That's worth the price of admission right there. I, I'm, I'm only four episodes in or something, and then I stopped watching it. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. So good, you got four episodes in. I just started watching something else and then got hooked on that. As it'll happen. Yeah. yeah. How many times have we started that shit? What else, gentlemen? Anything? I've been watching this show called Brain Dead. Have you Have you seen this at all? Anyone? I no. yes. Jeff has been watching it, or at least has it recorded. Yeah, I, I'm four episodes behind now. I got like the first three episodes in, and then uh, what is Brain Dead? Brain Dead. The basic story behind Brain Dead is that a meteor lands on the Earth, and there's these bugs in it, and they somehow get sent to Washington D.C. Uh, uh, who played the love interest in Scott Pilgrim? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I got Paul's mm, talking uh, my language. Yeah, he started drooling. <laughs> I, mean, I think maybe it's just Put a the French fries. Anyway, so she's a star. Um, and she's the sister of a senator. And she goes around with these couple other people and discovers that there's something wrong. These bugs are boring into people's brains. Oh, now you have me. And they're taking like, most of their brain out. And making them really, really super Democrat or super Republican, yeah. and and fighting really? and 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 promoting uh, just basically chaos and nothing's getting done. I got it. What channel is this on? CBS. Really? It, yeah. I, I've been watching it through. You sure this Prime. isn't a is it, reality is it, show? It, yeah. Is it, is it, you sure this is fiction? Right. That's well, part no. Of, that's part of the humor. They even mentioned the fact that. Uh, the current elections are going on, mm-hmm. but they don't really dire- directly mention like Trump or, or Clinton sure, or anything uh, like that. It's satire. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's satire. Um, <laughs> and uh, Tony Shalhoub, uh, Monk. Yeah, Tony, yeah, Tony, Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Yeah, he's uh, the big bad Republican guy or whatever. Oh wow! But you you notice a change in people when they get the bugs in their head and they become real fierce advocates of their side and they won't compromise. And I think that's where the show is going to go to where she t- teams up with this other guy on the, on the other side, the Republicans, and they're going to figure out what's going on. And your, it's, But it's funny as hell. To your point out, yeah, Mr. Couch, pretty- Tony Shalhoub is not Monk. He's Fred Kwan. Right. Yeah. Always. Always. Deck Sergeant Kwan. <laughs> Deck Sergeant Chen. Deck Whatever, he's Monk. Um, Chen, you're right. Uh, Played by Fred Kwan. Right. That's it. His name is Kwan. That's right. Uh his name is Robert Paulson. That sounds fucking interesting. I'm going <laughs> to have to check Robert that out. Here's, yeah. some, here's some real life commentary that happened to me today on the way to fucking work tonight. Besides oh, yeah? the coffee Coke? This is on the way. That's oh, on the way to work. Stopped at a red light. There's a guy in front of me. I've been following him for maybe half a mile because I, I started, I kind of noticed him because he had a giant uh, back uh, light. Like the back of his car is one of those the whole almost the whole back is a yeah, light, sure. Mm-hmm. But it was very flickery and weird and kind of like like, like it's going a, out. There's a short somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. I get up closer. 
He's I, I, we stop at a stoplight. He's got an InfoWars bumper sticker <laughs> on the trunk, and then right above that, there's a Trump sticker. And then I see he's got his hand out the driver's side window with a handful of Trump stickers, and he's just kind of waving them around at the stop sign. And then he okay. gets out of his car and starts waving the Trump stickers at the other cars like, what? hey, want a Trump sticker? But he's not saying anything. He just looks like a scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like waving these Trump stickers. And I, I just, think that qualifies as him actually being a scary guy. I kind of <laughs> smile at him and First let him mistake, go. mistake, right? Oh. oh, no. No. He did. He he. The, Light changed, thankfully, pretty quick, and he wow. got back in his car and headed off, and I pulled way back. <laughs> it sounds like get... Brain Dead was filming on location <laughs> yeah. here in man. Vegas. I let him get like two, three The first time I discovered like... InfoWars was in uh, was in Austin. I was just tooling around, looking at like the alt-weeklies there, and they're like, oh, what's this? Here's another paper, InfoWars. I pull that thing open. <laughs> what the hell crap is this? Okay, well, now, now you guys, what is it? Infowars. It's is neocon a, insanity. It's beyond that. It is all conspiracy <laughs> nut job by this guy named Alex Jones, who who oh, believes let's get Alex the, Jones. Okay, yeah. so it's Alex Jones, but here's the ultimate. The, who the fucking rabbit hole? He's Free the slaves. Not a, huh? No. <laughs> Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. That's the fucking. <laughs> The uber conspiracy of it all. Wow. Have you not heard this? What? Have, have you not heard this? I have not. No? No. Oh, please go Alex on. Jones so is Bill Hicks. cancer was a cover? You just need to watch a couple of videos on... Is a, I mean, of course it's a fucking load of horse shit. Of course, but it's but funny. But it's fucking fascinating. There, there are some dental and facial similarities that are kind of weird. Uh... And this is your you, whole moon landing bullshit again. No, but if you he's look at up it, on that. if you look oh. at it like he's doing a okay. uh, uh, a Kaufman yeah. Tony uh, Clifton bit, yep, uh-huh. it's very viable. That would be something Hicks would do. Yep, it's really intriguing. Who Cause, funds cause, this magazine? Now people buy Bill it. Hicks, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, Alex Jones. He's one of those guys that believe that there's Uh-oh. aliens and reptile aliens. And, ah, yeah, and that. Well, <clears throat> we are being secretly infiltrated. Bring by a red. He believes the. Cra- he believes a ton of crazy shit. Bring a red. And he's a good friend of Donald Trump. So, yeah. oh boy. Bring a record on the beginning. Okay. Dave, Dave. There's a conspiracy theory that he's Michael Jackson. Because okay. <laughs> he was friends with Michael Jackson, and right. yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. There's and a conspiracy theory that the famous Paul is a big. Pudding loaf. That's not a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen him in his in his, uh, in his uh, outfit at uh, Fifty Shades? I'm oh, a pudding guy. No. Oh, poke yeah. my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the conspiracy theory is that famous Paul is gaming mill. Ah, That's yes, true. that is conspiracy. That's not true. Theory. Gaming mill has dropped off the map. He has. Mm. In fact, I want to want to throw it out there. Gaming mill. If you're listening, the shock monkeys are concerned. We are. I want to make sure that's uh, that you're. Uh, I hope you're okay. You're in good shape. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I said that on Twitter. It's like, in my experience, when people, because he announced he was leaving yes. social media. And when people do that and then disappear, generally they're okay because they realize, I got to get the fuck away from social media yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. And so they actually got their shit together and they're doing all right. And he's still good. putting out YouTube videos. He's still, you know, doing yeah. his oh, okay. Good, so, good, good. So. Good. That, that makes me feel better. But, you but, know, send us an email. Yeah, Gaming Mill, you are loved. By many, many people. Mm-hmm. Not me. And you are not me. <laughs> you are not the jury's me. still out. Is yeah, if your me? friends have problems, don't hesitate to, to to step in. Like, for instance, and just a for instance. Okay. 
Paul eats like someone who's looking for an intervention. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't eat much today. Well, McDonald's tried to intervene. They did intervene. <laughs> they stopped me drinking a whole fucking soda. Yeah. You had the, what, the 10 chicken nuggets and half your fries? Yep. Paul is quietly trying to market the pocket defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> no, it worked for me. I mean, you know, part of my role is staying heavy, but eventually I'm going to get on the old diet again i did it you were looking Briefly. svelte there for a while well, i mean i it doesn't take a long time if it's you really the potatoes. put yourself yeah it's if, you really, the potatoes. if you really apply yourself to that diet it works three months you get what you fucking want but uh i uh right now i'm taking in paychecks baby but you yeah what you want now is to work what i want now is to work <laughs> exactly so i'm taking in paychecks and so this is for a roll Exactly. No, he no, he's fucking, eating rolls. He's fucking method acting right here. Uh, Jared Leto, he eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen got, that yet? No, I will never see. He's it. not oh, going to see. It. I got to go to uh, the new Dave and Buster's here in town. Wait, we have a Dave and Buster's. Yep. yep. Where's the? Just opened and is in uh, okay. downtown Summerlin, and uh, I spent way too much money uh, on a Star Trek goofy coin machine, but it Boo. was really really fun. Uh, but Ann and I coin both machine? went. Yeah. Were you putting money in the machine or were you trying to buy the machine? Putting money in the machine. Um, and uh, But we had a really great time. Pretty good food. And no. uh, it was fun. Ann actually really likes Dave & Buster's. That was one of the first places we went when we were first dating uh, out in California. You guys took me to Dave & Buster's when we did Ohio. Right. For my birthday. That was you and way Charlie back. and the guys. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the worst porn Kirsten does Ohio. That was mm, the, that's really right. Shitty. We did. We did. Boring. I remember that. We did Dave and Buster's on one of our alien trips. Yeah. Dave and Buster's in Ohio. That was a good spot. Um, it was an impressive place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one's nice. Uh, now, it's the focus is definitely on ticket machines and kitty games. I think it's been going in that way for a while. It is yeah. much more on ticket games and kitty games. What did you expect an actual arcade? Arcades haven't been arcades since Mary Kay's right here in the hoo-ha. Oh, but there Mary are Kay's. even GameWorks yeah. is like that yeah. now. They're sports simulators, uh, kind of, and, and there's, bar food. There's a lot blah. of there's a lot of big uh, machines that two people can play, which is kind of fun. But they, I mean, it was fun, and we we enjoyed ourselves. And we're definitely going to go back again. What's the one down in Henderson? We were talking about that the other day. The high scores? Yeah. What's it, how is that? I've never been. Yeah. High is scores is okay. It's yeah. it's a barcade, but it's a very small arcade. But it's the games they have are fun. They're in good shape, and they're a proper bar. They have Walking Dead nights for group but, watching. Uh, stuff that's like cool. That. That's cool. This place did have the world's biggest Pac-Man, which is kind of oh, neat. I heard nice. that was around. I wondered if we had one. Let you do town. two player simultaneous. Right. It's kind of neat. I was surprised that Insert Coins shut down, but then I thought about it, and I realized that I didn't want to go in there the last couple of years I was here because the music was loud and terrible, mm-hmm. and the drink program was awful, and the games never really worked. Uh, no, we I have think a couple you've hit places. upon the trifecta of why the <laughs> yeah. place is no longer open. Yeah, uh, it- We have a couple of places, one in Houston, one in Austin, because I've lived in both cities. I'm in Houston now. Uh, it's called um, uh, the Kung Fu Saloon. And like they name. have, yeah, yeah, uh, class, only classic games, really, and skee-ball, and good drinks. Nice. And, you know, they got, like, tall Jenga and just regular bar That's games in Austin? as well. Or that in Houston, I missed Both. It. Both, okay. It's in both. Cool, man. And it's cool. It's a, it's a good spot, man. Good vibe. So the largest Pac-Man, is that, is that Guinness? Does it say that it's Guinness, or is it calling it that like they it do in Vegas? It says world's largest Pac-Man. I mean, I think it probably is a the world's largest Pac-Man. It's a screen... But it's uh it's made up of um, LEDs, 
Mm-hmm. So that's the way it works, and it's just, I would say it's uh, 12 feet by eight feet. It's pretty big. It's big. And to get the fruit, they like throw fruit at your mouth. Nice. <laughs> oh, great. I wouldn't win then. The world's biggest margarita is near my house, and it's a, it's a Pokemon gym. It. Oh, nice. Nice. It's a giant tank. It's a Ricardo's, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a tank outside of a giant Yeah, because they, they, in that once upon a time, was the largest margarita. Yeah. No, it, Guinness yeah. margarita. They actually put a margarita yeah. in it. Yeah. Yep. But now it's just water now it's just a coloring. Tank. Yeah. Uh, do, not do even that. That's like, sure? like, it's like painted. Well, over. when she started screaming and pounding on the side of it, they mm. had to let her out. Oh, so, but, boy. My name is Margarita. Let me out, please. And she was so large. Margarita. What kind of tequila was that? That's where Miller goes, she wasn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> Andy. Oh, fucking Ludmilla. <laughs> they still they still try to... They, that, that's one they fish for. God damn they it. They fish for that one. They wow. Love it. They just... Anything anything they can squeeze Ludmilla into, <laughs> which is... Or squeeze into Ludmilla. Oh... <laughs> That is a wider category. <laughs> oh, no much portage wider. that crevice. Now see, oh. that, that's something for Jeff's Molnir to fix. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Anything else, gentlemen? <laughs> saw the killing joke. You saw oh, yeah. yes. the killing yeah, joke. I went to see it at the uh, Millennium Fandom Bar, which I'm sorry, man. I was eh on the on the bar. No. Oh. Yeah, uh, there was only one thing uh, from Andy's each, world is collapsing. No! From each intellectual property on the on the wall, and some stuff like Harry Potter has so much fun shit that they could put up, mm-hmm. and there's only going to be one thing. Well, it's a little sparse, mm-hmm. and the drink program was kind of middling. But the crowd was cool, and I think yeah. that's what made the bar that everyone there was geek, and yeah. of course, girls in cosplay. Mm-hmm. So, I think you hit it on the head there. Yep. No. That's just my opinion. Okay, so I killing could be joke. Wrong. Probably not. Yeah, the three of us went and saw it. It was all right. Which that's. Uh, yeah, you guys I, are you guys are right on the money. Yeah, it really. What you guys said the previous weeks. It yeah, I understand why they put Barbara Gordon, why they put the Batgirl stuff in the beginning because they wanted to establish a character. Because well, she's such a small part of the actual killing joke. I think they were trying to. Right, and but they they really didn't do it well and the bat sex was like well, can completely gratuitous and didn't add anything to the story it the was saddest, and, it, and it was weird the saddest thing about it all is i'm seeing more post-mortem interviews on this whole thing and even bruce tim is like you know i've always had issues with the comic book i've always had some trouble with the story and it's like then why take on the project dude there's mm-hmm. a myriad of other do long Halloween. Do hush. Get nuts. Go mm-hmm. do something. You know, you can do whatever you. You're Bruce. I fucking agree. Tim. There are better DC properties Absolutely. they could have done, but for some reason, the fan base of that particular property is huge. Oh, it's like had a million like different reprints. They have had yeah. exactly reissues. Tons of reissues, I, and know, the fan base has been clamoring for this thing for years. I'm not disparaging the original work. No, I, I, I realize you're not. I'm just saying. It's just the a reason very, they did it. I get, but it's, I but but it's one of those things like, do it because it's there. Don't you know? You don't have to fuck. Not they did it because there was a, a lot of demand for it. Yeah, That's but why. Not. I finished the comic but, book too, and it's still meh to me. Yeah, that I mean, story. It's, it's good. It's I'd say a lot of the stuff on the 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 new uh, Snyder Capullo run is better. 
Now, here's here's one thing that's you know you have to keep in mind. Uh, back when that came out, there was very little like that. Right. Right. And it was we, groundbreaking. We, we, we have since moved on and have told Tectonic much better shift. stories. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. But it was groundbreaking. Yeah. Literally changed the scope of what adult vertigo i mean wasn't it kind of uh instrumental in starting the vertigo line it happened right around that time so right? it I seems mean, like a little yeah. beforehand yeah. Little yeah but i mean that's but then the, the guys were like there's adult a, audience we need a place to yeah. put these kinds of tales yeah. it's certainly one of the earliest comic books it was written well this is probably too sweeping but it's written as an actual story there's an actual arc to it it's it's not being we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this somebody actually thought out where it's gonna go and and put themes in it and put uh Mil- i didn't, I didn't miller catch and moore started writing for adults yeah i didn't catch the yeah. book part until i saw the movie the the there's a million lines in there about books all the whole library the librarian thing is seemed much more obvious to me watching it as a movie and i, I completely missed that in the book mm, that's interesting yeah well that's there's some there's something there then that's nice mm. got a little something but i just i'm gonna sell the fucking thing and i would i never sell animation mm. and i'm selling it i died with that Dispassionate about it. Mm. I might buy it. Off you. Huh? We'll talk. You want to buy it? I might buy it. Off you. Jeff, the, a copy. The, Jeff the, has a copy. Buy one. It's the deluxe special collector's edition. I've still got it in box with the figure. All right. We'll it's number seven thousand of seventy-seven thousand. That's but, the one you wanted. <laughs> that's the one I wanted, but it never came up on Amazon until after I pre-ordered the other one and All right. paid for it. We're going to have ourselves We're a little yeah. bidding war. Bidding war. Deluxe special collector's edition. Don't they? No. The figure's not great. Yeah, that figure's awesome. Yeah. But the box is nice. <laughs> I so, got I saw Suicide Squad too. You did. Yeah. Um yeah. Again, you guys were pretty much on it. Um I did go and Great look movie. at the Shut uh, up. Great movie. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's but it's got it's got issues. Um but I went and looked at the uh the um, IMDB trivia stuff and a lot of the problems you had with it is is a shift in tone. It's when they shifted tone they they you were saying Captain Boomerang was lost, yeah, because I, I think a lot of his stuff was a lot darker, and they had to cut that. Um, I think they made a could we get into spoiler territory? Yeah, here? it's been a week. Um, I think they made a huge mistake in whatever Slipknot. Mm-hmm. They, uh, that they should have played that character up in the previews so that it wasn't so obviously yeah, showed up. But it, it was oh, well, this guy's going to be a red shirt. Yeah, when they put him on, I was like, oh, he's going to die. He's going to be the one that explodes, yeah. and he dies in like seconds. Yeah. yeah, he appears that, and dies. That was that was, and I felt you know what I I looked at that promo poster and I'm like, oh, Adam Beach, a Native American. He actually made yeah. his bones playing Native American characters in earlier movies. This is kind of cool, and he's the guy who gets the gratuitous. This is how serious it is, death. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny wow. too because like I remember poor Adam Beach <laughs> walking into the theater. And walking past that big mural where they had that you could take your picture with it, they had all the characters on there, and I'm like, "Huh, I don't remember Adam Beach being in any of the uh, the previews on mm-hmm. on you know TV or any of the ones that I'd seen in the theater." So you know, as I'm walking into the theater, I'm like, "Oh shit, he's going to be the quote unquote disposable yeah. character." Mm-hmm. That could have been fixed if they had put him in promotional material. Yep. Yeah, yeah, or. Don't kill him. Give him a dossier at the start of the movie, like the rest right, of them. Or, right. kill, or kill somebody with value. Mm-hmm. Take a fucking risk, you cowards. <laughs> You're going to reinvent like the whole shot. universe in 10 years anyway. <laughs> Just kill people. It's terrible. 
You haven't seen it yet, so I don't, don't even ever yeah. want to see it's it. It's not a bad movie. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's fun. It, it's a it, lot it, of fun. It starts it, off it's enjoyable. <laughs> I like the dossier thing. I, I thought the dossier thing was a cute little it, 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 And that, that kind of stuff is what I was talking about where I liked it, fleshing it out. Like it's revealing that, telling stories in the background mm-hmm. that Harley had killed Robin and so on. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. that's all there. So I, I like that fleshing out. That's why I think I liked the most was that the DC universe feels a little more expanded now. Mm-hmm. As far as the cinematic universe goes, plus Batfleck, plus Batfleck. Um, but that Wonder Woman preview, yeah, it absolutely. really does look good. Yeah, I really hope. Did you guys read that memo that was going around that yeah. from that uh, internal <laughs> Warner Brothers person? Whether no, or not it's legit, yeah, it's yeah, Warner yeah. Brothers. The, the, the guy who was poo pooing is some guy. Warner, it's like Warner Brothers is like you know it's nothing, it's fake. Yeah, but it's an internal. Letter from a internal uh, saying it's a mess. The movie it was saying yeah. that just Warner in general is leaving everything. <laughs> They're just distressing everything, and and yeah, and, and said like uh, the 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 quote from that was like, "Don't you dare hide behind the slickness of that Wonder Woman trailer. That's a mess too." <laughs> was, uh, so well, like, yeah. let's not forget the story we talked about a while that the these movies were being written by six different people and smashed mm. together into one movie. Yep. So now that that's done, hopefully there is some vision. Yeah, I got to think a lot of it is um, the uh, the old guard just railing against uh, superhero films. Could be. Uh, there is some of that. Could There's always going to be some yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I missed. I didn't quite follow um, the guys that Waller offed. I didn't follow who they were and why she killed them. When. Um, yeah, it's like what part <laughs> when they when they break into the when they rescue her basically right that oh. they were just they were just lackeys right she this That's, that was showing oh. her as, yeah. as as cutting all ties and making sure there are no loose ends or people who yeah, can that's, talk yeah that's pretty much Amanda Waller right out yeah. of the comics she's just as bad as any of them it's like mm. the only impor- the only person that was important to be rescued from that tower was her mm-hmm. so. Everybody else was just an unnecessary risk to take with them. So that's why, you know, they started trashing all the computers and erasing all the files and erasing all the people, too, because... Okay. It, Loose that's, lips, that's motherfucker. Just, yeah, that's okay. just the I, nature I, of that character. That was what I thought, but it seemed it seemed even over the top for the character. But that's that's. But it regular. really isn't. Okay. In the, in the comics, she is just ruthless. Okay. She literally cares about one thing, and that's getting the job done. All right. I want to get into some news. But I want to hit one email before we do. Okay. Gentlemen. Who? Exactly. I have a conversation. I had a conversation the other day with a customer a few days ago, and it brought up a serious question. Mild or sharp cheddar? No, really. <laughs> sharp. 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 Extra sharp. When you refer to Star Trek, do you say rank with name first, name last name, nickname, or does it matter? I.e., do you say Captain James T. Kirk? Do you say Captain Kirk, Captain James Kirk, James Kirk, Jim Kirk, Jimmy, JTK, Captain Shatner? I said it didn't matter as long as you didn't call them Captain Poopy Pants or even if Shatner is getting old. Well, well, thank you, guys. We'll wait for the answer while I download the script to uh, Transsharctopus straight to DVD. But I'm fine with that. Right. From Pat Crook, the DJ. How do you refer to characters in the Star Trek universe? Yes. I think it's virtually different for each character. I think everyone says Riker. You're uh, right. I, I think if you're, if you're dealing with in the universe itself, I think almost every character in a formal setting uh, states the rank first. 
every time they're speaking. Commander Riker, come here. Yeah, like on the bridge, and there's things if going on. If, if they're yeah. in uniform and they're addressing each other, almost every time, the uh, the rank is 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 said first. Because how often do Data, Geordi, and uh, Worf get referred to as lieutenant? And now like that's almost all the time. I was running through my head. Almost everyone's referred to by the fans by their last name. And all, def- although Geordi is always referred to by his first name by the fans for the most part. Yeah. And it also depends on, even inside the universe, it depends on the setting. Because when they're in 10 forward, it's Will instead of uh, Commander Riker. You know, it's Deanna instead of, yes. you know, Troy. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, yeah, it just depends on the setting. It denotes and- what their relationship status is at that moment. Yeah. If they're in formal attire and they're getting the business done you're gonna hear your rank first because that lets everybody know where where the fucking pigeons roost. Yeah, it's like when kirk always calls bones bones right but when he gets serious he calls him doctor spock is one of the few where everybody called him mr spock he was never i mean he is commander, commander spock yeah. but nobody ever you know whenever they that. needed his attention on the bridge it was always mr spock blah 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 da 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 and stuff like that I think that's a Navy thing, isn't it? What? Yeah, because he's the... I mean, it might be because he's he was the executive yeah. officer. And that's, and that's a little bit of a holdover from how... Um, right, because Roddenberry Rod really, was in the yep, Navy. Yep, that's the whole NC-17 shit or the NCC stuff. Right. That right there is more thought than I've ever put into that. <laughs> wow, okay. Welcome well, back you, to Geek Shock. Is Guinan <laughs> a, is Guinan Guinan a the things you don't want to think about? <laughs> I don't think like it's not something. It's probably one of those. Yeah. You're your better name. off not thinking about that. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's like Madonna or, or the Edge. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it's the first time I've you know I've ever discussed it because you know it just when you watch it you don't think about that. But if somebody's going to ask the question, then sure. And thank you, you can, for asking. You can bring yeah. it down. I appreciate it. One of the funny things also about fandom is how all of the actors. It's one of the few areas where all of the actors are referred to by their first name. There's one where it's referred to by his nickname, Trip, Trip in Enterprise. It's always Trip, Trip, fixes yeah, but, Trip, yeah. Trip. But it was pretty much the captain, and the captain, Trip, Trip, Trip. When trip, the captain trip, trip. is referring to anybody in his crew, if if it's if it's kind of a casual reference, he can pretty much call him anything he wants. But yeah. if it starts getting into that whole rank thing, then he'll call them by their rank or their last name. Not in not Enterprise. Always like yeah. Trip. When he, like, okay, I have to rewatch it then, I guess, because I'm remembering differently. They were also lovers. Okay. <laughs> Makes a big difference. Well, just the bones. Just oh. the bone parts, as we remember <laughs> from last episode. Like last episode, guys. Because I don't remember Reed listen. calling him Trip until much Skeleton later in sex. the <laughs> series. They put their bones in you. Yeah, Barry, you oh, missed that. You missed it, Barry. Skeleton I sex. I don't know if I missed it. And, <laughs> and hats off to you to quickly Googling sexy skeleton and finding out there was a shitload of sexy yeah. skeleton pictures. Who knew? I make shit happen. <laughs> our Actually, our listeners magazine sent some girls shit. with corpses. Our listeners sent some no skeletons. You know what I'm talking about, right? Skeletons, girls corpses. with corpses. It's a no, it's a real a, magazine. That's a magazine. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's yeah. some juggalo shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good description. It's exactly what that is. <laughs> oh, uh, no, thank you. But skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, gentlemen, let's do some news. Weekend Geek! Yay! Wow! No Skipping news right we don't give it. a shit about. Yay. Nothing we don't give a shit about. Yeah, okay. There was so much, but it was not interesting. 
Well, Barry's here, so we, shit. we care about everything. Barry is the news we don't give a shit about. He's here personified, so let's go. He's the shit we don't give a news about. Oh, what? <laughs> what? So we'll just call huh? him the shit. He is the shit. I'll take it. <laughs> At a panel called The Art of Storytelling, Industrial Light and Magic Llewellyn Brennan had an interesting little tidbit, quote, Kiri Hart and her group have mapped out a story story and timeline across multiple platforms, many years in advance, many exhausting years in advance. We have a great honor to have responsibility for, so we want to be really careful with that. Not only for Star Wars, but with Indiana Jones as well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which we're all really excited about. Hart <laughs> 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 is the head of Lucasfilm's story group, the team that's in charge of not only making sure everything in Star Wars canon fits and makes sense, but in developing the broader outlines of pretty much every Star Wars story going forward. That's all media. Now, this is the first time we've heard it mentioned that the same team will be responsible for the future of the Indiana Jones saga as well. With the story group involved, we could be on the verge of an Indiana Jones cinematic universe with multiple movies, VR experiences, comics, books, and TV shows. I have it on good authority. Uh, the Indiana Jones saga uh-huh. does have a new ghost writer. Oh. It's a skeleton. Oh, God damn He's it. He's writing Indiana Bones has a crystal skull. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's actually not bad. <laughs> Andy Greenlights, uh, uh, yeah. stop I, encouraging I, him, Andy. Fe- How cool would it be it's if it's Indiana Bones and ILM takes it to the next level, Harrison Ford takes on the iconic role in a fully CGI'd skeleton Indiana Jones. He himself, no, no, he himself no, is no, the archaeological no. find. Did, did, you, did, you, did you say an incredible idea? Incredible <laughs> idea. He's all... Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, I'm dude. getting too old for this shit. Whoa, <laughs> dude! Oh, following, following the. Maybe after a thousand years, you will be worth something. Boom. So it's a ah. science fiction thing. It takes place and then a thousand years. They crack it the open, and there he is. Sala's great great grandson finds Indiana bones, and flips the fuck out when it comes to life, and is all. I'm getting too old for this shit. I think there's a few episodes where he just finds a skull, and so it's like a Yorick thing. Snakes. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? He's cursed to walk the world till he finds the Coronado cross. Something. Or cool. the rest of his bones. Right. Who knows, man? Yeah, he could, he could be half He's got to put his bones together. Some of his yeah. bones are lost. He's like, bones. the first episode, he's like got one leg, so oh, he's Oh, he's hopping. all pieces hopping weird. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like got, he's got robo parts and shit yeah. or something. I can't or wait. it be all steampunk parts. Yeah, I can't wait. Stop you right there. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, I It's not funny. It's <laughs> funny. We're cool. writing this. We're making I million can't dollars. wait till this comes to a theater near me performed by a beginning improv troupe. Indiana Bones. Be- brought to you by Room for Improvement. <laughs> Written by a skeleton. <laughs> oh. it's, it's a beginning improv puppet show. There are so many of those. Puppet Bones. My favorite scene is the sex scene with Mutt. Oh, yeah. And just then someone walks across the stage and Marion. Marion. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> no. Ugh. It's not the years. It's the calcium deficiency. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> so long, Indiana Jones. Uh. Indiana Bones. <laughs> Alas, Paul Jr. I do? knew him. Oh, 
<laughs> Did I mention those students were beginning high school students? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, high school improv. No. <laughs> Cover where your heart would be, Andy. Cover where your heart would be. <laughs> oh. All hopped up on Ecto Cooler. He's all, he's all tooth chattering weird. You see, it's it's not a new movie I want to see. I just want to see the old movies we with the skeleton instead. It'd be really funny to do a shortened, quick version, like a like a three minute encapsulated Indiana Bones for, for the, the the select scenes that we all He's know. Just a there. skeleton. Somebody the that soundtrack done by the drama teacher on a piano. Somebody would have to be really. Don't look, Marion. Keep your eyes closed. I don't have to worry about it because I'm a skeleton. <laughs> My flesh has already been melted off. Somebody would have to be really good with After Effects to do that. I'm swap gonna, out. I bet they're out there doing it. Right Gauntlet now. Gauntlet drop, not. fools. <laughs> Indiana Bones. Or the metatarsals have been dropped. There's nothing that a skeleton can't improve. Sure. And the orthopedic yeah. temple of doom. <laughs> there it is. His nemesis, the chiropractor. <laughs> I'll break you, Indiana Jones. Bones. <laughs> All right, moving on. Please. Before he gets into James Tibia Kirk. <laughs> that, was, that was last week. This is a whole different, yeah, this is a whole different thing. Yeah, Mrs. Spunkelmeyer's <laughs> what the fuck was fifth that? period company players presents <laughs> Indiana that, Bones. That's a she's good on her fifth period. Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Spunkelmeyer, you only have a period every five years. Well, she was born in a leap year. Oh, but when she has it, boy, she lets loose. But in the meantime, she keeps all her juice inside. <laughs> she's like a ripe berry. Well, so, six years and. 20 minutes, sorry, six years, fuck, six, yeah, it has been six years, still not funny. <laughs> yes, sometimes I, I have, to, my attention is caught by either the soundboard or the notes moving forward, and I look up and I go, where the fuck did we go? <laughs> <laughs> and you just had that moment, huh? I just yes. had that moment. Yeah. Indiana Bones. I <laughs> uh, hate to bring the party down, but... Gotta honor the man. Kenny Baker. Oh. Best known as the actor who brought R2-D2 to life has died. Age 81. R.I.P. to. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Some newspaper better use that headline. That's Somebody brilliant. should have. If they didn't, shame on them. Mark, I'll draw the cartoon tonight. All right. <clears throat> Baker, who stood three foot, eight inches tall, played R2 in Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and the entire prequel trilogy. Baker controlled the droid from the inside of the suit in the classic days of practical effects. Baker also had memorable turns in several other genre classics throughout the 80s, including Flash Gordon, Time Bandits, and The Elephant Man. Oh, Time Bandits. When he was born, doctors told him he probably would not survive into adulthood. Hmm. So, Kenny Baker. And he's immortal. Now, he absolutely, my God. Remembered long after the rest of us. Mm-hmm. 20th Century Fox is developing a feature film based on Boom Studios' 2014 graphic novel, The Empty Man. Never heard of it. This is a supernatural story set... too close to home, Barry. (laughs) 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 They'll be directed by David Fincher protege, David Bitten Pryor. Ooh. And the film just landed actor James Badge Dale, 
who has started starred in films such as Iron Man 3, The Walk, World War Z, 13 Hours, and more. Dale will play an ex-cop who, quote, is plagued by the violent death of his wife and son who battles to find a missing girl but soon discovers a sinister presence around him, unquote. Uh, the Punisher with a ghost. It's also, mm. <laughs> it's also said that Pryor's version of the story, quote, takes some departures from the source material. Oh. The, comics, uh, the comic comes from Eisner... Uh, uh, Eisner Award-winning writer Colin Bunn, illustrator Vanessa R. Colin Delray. Bunn? Col- Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn? C-U-L-L-E-N. B-U-N-N. Colin Bunn? Colin. C-U-L-L-E-N. Colin, not colon. Colin Bunn? Colin. You'll never not hear colon. Yeah, I know. How do you make a colon bun? Paul, the, the name how, how does one seriously? make that? I think we all have it. The name could be Bob and your colon. Your bun is your colon bun. Bun. Where's the bun? Your butt's a bun. Is that like when you get long hair and you, you make a man you know, bun? You ever heard of like, you got to pull out your like intestine? No, it, it's a, a butt is a lot like a hot dog bun. There you without, go. Without, uh, you have not gone your whole life without hearing nice buns. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. <laughs> People talk about a bun a like a bun all the time. Bun. But he lives in well, colon bun. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's taking it to the next level. So he lives in Texas now. He's more used to people saying, "Woo, nice dirt cutter." Nice dirt cutter. <laughs> nice dirt cutter. <laughs> Y'all. 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 Turd cutter. Here's the Boom Studios description. The empty man made me do it. <laughs> Says colon bun. Empty man made me do it. It's been one year since the first reported case of the empty man disease. It's empty. And no drug has been able to slow its progress. The cause is unknown. The symptoms include fits of rage, hideous hallucinations, suicidal dementia, followed by death and a near lifeless, empty state of catatonia. Oh, I'm getting empty. As cults rise nationwide, the FBI and CDC enter a joint investigation of the empty man. Hoping to piece together clues to stop. Let Tor go. You can do it. You can do it. (laughs) Cover the cure. It's just all air now. The empty man is a dystopic version (laughs) of the world we know. Where a terrifying disease. Like the dry heaves uh, the wrong way. Has taken on almost. Wet heaves. Soldier on. Come on. The infant connotations. (laughs) (laughs) The word is moist. Oh. (laughs) Just that. Just that was perfectly pitched too. It's just nice underlying. <laughs> just, <laughs> right as Torgo is soldiering on. Uh, it was almost like he was narrating a skit. <laughs> He's empty. The famous Paul is the empty man. I'm empty now. <laughs> I'm bringing it out. I'm bringing this up. Ma- he is the master of the wet heaves. <laughs> NASA has teamed up with Marvel and Colin Bun <laughs> and its Custom Solutions Group to develop a mission patch for the International Space Station, U.S. National Laboratory that features Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot on the nice. patch. The mission patch will represent all of the ISS National Lab research payloads during the 2016 calendar year. That is cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, green light, I guess. Probably sell a few of those. <laughs> I want one. Yeah, probably. I, I imagine that's going to be the Might best be selling patch of, of all time. A little bit of a of a, a product mover there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
can't fund for the that. next trip. I don't think any of us have anything bad to say about that. Nope. That's just good. Let's go. It's good news. That's good news. It's good. I like this next one too. The Discworld set story We Free Men. That's W E E, Free Men, from author Terry Pratchett is coming to the big screen. Yay. The Jim Henson Company has partnered with uh, Narrativia to develop a film based on the novel. Script is being written by Pratchett's daughter, Rihanna. We Free Men follows Tiffany Aching, a young Rihanna witch. Rihanna is Terry Pratchett's daughter? Yes. Rihanna. Man, things have changed. Did you miss the last name? What? Tif- who does she play? Tiffany Aching. A-C-H-I-N-G. Aching. A young witch who faces an She's impeding... for someone to fill her colon Thank blood. you. Jesus. Nightmarish threats. Out there like, oh, it's empty. <laughs> from the monsters of fairyland. Low-hanging fruit, Barry. Yeah. Armed with nothing more than her wits and a frying pan, she puts together a ragtag team of six-inch-tall men, the Mac- the Nackmeek Feagles, to help uh, battle... What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, we're sitting here just chuckling amongst ourselves, and Torgo's talking, and suddenly that? we're like, what just happened? <laughs> See, I... I lost the narrative because I was just aghast at the fact that he said low-hanging fruit, as if you haven't dived headfirst into that fruit bowl every fucking minute of the show. He doesn't eat fruit. You're not paying attention. And then I hear the flanging flack flack. What the fuck? What? What'd you say? She's apparently looking for a bunch of six-inch men. Yeah, putting a a ragtag team of six-inch tall men. I'm a little too short for her needs. Wait. (laughs) I have to poop. I'm not waiting. <laughs> that wasn't a skit, folks. That was false. You really are the oh, empty man. You really are the empty man. Come on, take your take no, your the, mic with you. He's, he's currently man. the full man. The empty man is the sequel about to take place. Oh God, I'm sitting the closest to the doorway. Yes, you are. Oh shiza. Uh, the Knack Mac Feagles. Knack Mac Feagles. To help battle the evil queen of Fairyland. This sounds like. This sounds weird. It is weird. It's Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. Discworld. What do you expect? Yeah, that's true. Like undigestible weird. No, oh, no, no. Yeah. Have you read Terry Pratchett? You must have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not my thing. All right. I'm happy. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, well, you're, we're starting this game, and he's just going to have to join us uh, when he gets back. Uh, we're gonna do some red light, green light. Jim. Oh yeah! All right. Well, it's it's good because you should do right because now we have an odd we number. We have an odd number, so, so that's, yeah, very sure. odd. Yeah, very odd is right. Oh, oh, a pun! I didn't say it. He said it. Colon bun. Oh, <laughs> colon pun. <laughs> Super colon blow. <laughs> All right. Uh, many of you know what red light, green light is. If you don't, I am going to be the Hollywood pitch man. I've recast all the gentlemen here as executives for a television company as to whether they're going to red light or green light this bitch. Hold up. If they don't know what red light, green light is by now, then fuck off. We we always have a new listener. Every episode is somebody's first episode. There it is. We hope. We always have new listeners. Just like every fuck is somebody's first fuck. There it is. And tonight, we are somebody's first fuck. Congratulations, Bolnier. Bjolnir. 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 Actually, I like that. Bjolnir. Bjolnir. It's the ABBA version. Bjolnir. All right, gentlemen. Red light, green light. Sci-fi and Universal Cable Productions have announced that comic book writer Grant Morrison will work with director Brian Taylor, who did directed Gamer, to bring the Aldous Huxley novel Brave New World to the network. Ooh. Brave New World is not just a landmark of science fiction, but one of the most widely read and acclaimed books of its time. 
having been ranked fifth in the Modern Library's 1999 list of the 100 best English language novels of the 20th century. It's set 632 years in the future, in a world marked by advances in reproductive technology, sleep learning, psychological manipulation, and classical conditioning that combine to profoundly change society. The book has been filmed twice previously, once in 1980-1998. So, Grant Morrison's version, uh, comic book writer, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Has anyone here seen the 80s or the 90s? Yes, I saw the 80s. I've seen both of them. Oh, really? The, uh, I, the Leonard Nimoy was in the uh, the '98 version. Oh, I didn't realize that. And I, how did it translate? It doesn't translate uh, as a problem. It's it's not a book that needs to be in movies. I'm red lighting it right. I would that. say that the '98 version, because I think they did it as a miniseries versus the the 1980 version, which was like a just a, a single movie. Uh, I th- if my opinion was that the miniseries was more true to the book. But at the same time, still wasn't quite able to f- capture the entirety of the book. It's a great book, but it doesn't translate to the kind of visuals and action you need for a movie. I agree. At uh, least not like read a TV done, movie. <clears throat> having read it and, and had to do reports on it for high school, um, it, and I even read like I think there's like a sequel. Really? I something didn't know about it, that one? It, it's there, shit. Yeah, um, it's not a great book. I have no idea how they could possibly do that into an in an entertaining way, uh, movie wise. The, the pace is weird. The, the the concepts are weird. It's no absolute. I light. think it could be done as like an HBO series, like a single season HBO series, a lot like what they're doing with Westworld. I think it could be done on there. I I question whether they can do it on Sci-Fi because there's there's themes in there that are. A little too extreme for television. Well, no, and you can't. I disagree. There, there's uh, television's getting a little more risque. Um, yeah, but we're talking sci-fi though. Sci-fi, while they've gotten they're on cable. Yeah, but they've they've gotten a little more risque than they have Look been in the, the past. They're still fairly safe. Well, the maybe they're trying pretty to damn risque. The, maybe yeah. they're trying to push. Maybe it this could, is. You know, you, you might know. be right. Might Unfortunately, be. Uh, having thought about it now, it kind of smacks of modern young adult fiction like Divergent where it shows an obvious cast system. You know? Alphas and betas and gammas and deltas and epsilons. Uh, and you figure out where you are and then someone obviously wants to break away from that. It's it's that again. So modern audiences are fucktarded and they're gonna expect, I think, Divergent. And it's too heady for them. So red light. But... Mm. Just to argue on, on, on against it, even though sure. I'm not doing you know, the pitch man. Sci-fi has now started this run of adapting both modern and classic science fiction fantasy novels. Yeah. So, uh, did you see Childhood End? I'm sorry? Did you see Childhood's End, Arthur C. Clarke's miniseries I adaptation? Did I did not. Uh, they did a fairly good job. They had to add to the story because there's not much story in that book. It's more like... A collection of ideas. That's that fine. book. It was a short story too. That basically that he wrote. It was a. Right. It started as a short story and yeah. then he expanded on. Oh, okay. So they so far have a good track record again with magicians and uh, okay. the expanse. Well, so so yeah. keep that in mind that well, they have adapted one classic novel thus far in this new push. As pitch as the executive who doesn't work for sci-fi, I'm going to have to red light that. I'm sorry, it's not going to play well on the Lifetime Network. <laughs> green light. <laughs> green light, all right. I give it a green light as well. Oh, well. Green light. I'll go green light as well. Wow. All right. More science fiction, the better. 
Hopefully it's done well. <laughs> uh, welcome, Paul. We are we are doing red light, green light. Okay. You now the empty he man. Is now the end. Me do it. All right. Beat you there, Fez boy. He did. <clears throat> huh? Paul looks like he shat out its soul. Yeah. You look like <laughs> I told you when I came here, I wasn't feeling great. Right. I've discovered why. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was green. Wasn't I don't it? want to go to my bathroom, do I? No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm still not feeling great. Got a little dysentery with those fries? You ate something earlier today that didn't agree with you, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, my God. He's That's looking all. at his phone. It's uh, not good. Uh, we just got this Twitter from... Uh, this is not Twitter recap. From this Ace. is red light, green light. What's Ace got to say? Ace says... <laughs> In regards to tonight's episode, spoiler alert: Barry has ha- has lady hair. Then yeah. tells Paul, "Hey, good story," <laughs> <laughs> which he hasn't done yet. So, yeah, well, he hasn't told any good stories coming up. I, I expected him to to it's weave true. a tale of shittery like we've not seen before. Oh, um, in the bathroom, <laughs> shittery. No, I've had worse. I've had worse. I had. I've had worse. It, uh, that, I'm glad worse. the story ends there, correct? Hey, Paul. Yeah, he actually made it to the bathroom this time. Hey, Paul. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Good story. Right. There it is. You're welcome. Well, prayers have been answered. I just have to make, him, uh, make it true. Oh, my God. I just, uh, and by just, good story, I mean terrible story. Just Paul just going, I've had worse. It's just like. <laughs> I've had Not many. Worse. Well, of course but you have. The worst one that I can remember. Here we go. Oh, God. I, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You write these down in a shit journal. It must be in position. It was from the rim couch. to rim, right? I had, no, no, I, I didn't make <laughs> and it. And now the famous Paul I presents. I parked my car and Master I was running theater. up the stairs when I lived in a second floor apartment. <laughs> You've told this one before. I was going to okay, say, go I, for it. And I shit while I was running up the stairs. <laughs> it was awful. It sounds it was awful. Everywhere sounds down my legs. Sounds awful. Second floor apartment. Was this at uh, at our place? No, no. Oh, okay. No. You would have known. <laughs> and this has been Master Shit Theater. No, this was uh, this was Anne and I. One more uh, marriage test. She, oh. she, she truly does love me. Is she a keeper? So did you yeah. stop? You came in. No, did you stop at the top of the stairs? <laughs> no, I went in. Look, look! I didn't say that. I went. I went in to clean myself up. I got a handle. But she and, and you know what? To her credit, she's terribly sympathetic about all these things that happened to me. She feels bad for me, <laughs> even though they're self inflicted. It's not self inflicted. Oh, says the man who just said the hamburger and the. Coffee soda? I distinctly <laughs> remember what happened with that one. That was peanuts. I'm sorry. What? Huh? Peanuts. Charlie Brown and Lucy? <laughs> this was during a time when my pre-improv diet was two bags of honey roasted peanuts, a Slim Jim, and a Red Bull. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that would do it. Those are those choices I talked about. <laughs> Gives you the cons- consistency of angry porridge coming out. I'm, I'm angry porridge. It's rough going. Adding Lee's angry porridge. No, you don't want that. I am sticking to my defibrillator, the pocket defibrillator uh, theory. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't think I've ever no, shit I, myself. I can't remember well, the time I've done that. Let me take you to a world of magic. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. You'll change, try it. You'll change your outlook on things. Let's <laughs> see how sympathetic Paulette is. <laughs> Oh. Just wait till you're, you're like 90 you're years slammed. old and you got a you you're got not, depends on. Then you're you not coming in the house until you clean that oh, no, no, up. No, no, no. I remember you I live was on a podcast. You'll be the first the one to know. I never shit myself 
And now I do it every day. Every day. Yeah, this is it. Kirsten, can I come in? <laughs> Just go around the backyard. There's I'll a fire hose. up the hose. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Please. The cactus have never grown so lush. Yeah. <laughs> Please rinse out my colon bun. God, this picture I have of you in, your, in my head now. What? Shit stained running, running up down the stairs. Your legs. It was very black. It was very butterscotch colored. <laughs> oh, oh God! Just, oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, not only. Thank you for painting the picture for us and down your legs. Yeah, I paint my color. I paint my fucking number. You're a yeah, You're a regular Bob Ross. Yeah. It was peanuts. Oh, and and here we'll was put a, some it peanuts. was a happy little mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he opens the door, eyes darting all around. I don't know what happened. More I lost like, control. More like blob schloss. <laughs> I was just picturing you stopping at the top of the steps and and coming out with rubber bands. So. Rubber bands around my ankles. We're stopping this thing right here. <laughs> it didn't make it much past my thigh, but it was rough. I got in quick. I mean, it was. It was honestly. I was like, I, as I was running up the stairs, and my 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 stuff was like, we're done. We give my stuff, and I was like, well, here we go. Every step was. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I made it this fucking far. You hear this close to the fucking... I, I was just thankful I didn't do it in my car. She said, you said she was sympathetic toward you. Of all yeah. all the, well, you're supposed to be nice to the severely mentally disabled. <laughs> she is. She's incredibly kind to me. And I did it again. I can only imagine. It's been, it's been a long time. And I, made, and I booped myself. It's been like... It's been years, so boom, it's boom. good. Yeah, I can boom, only boom, imagine boom. you running up the stairs and hey, duty. and the sound of the computer voice from Star Trek going through your mind, going ding ding, warning, containment failure. <laughs> Just it like fucking that, that would have my to be. ring busted. <laughs> red light, green light. You know oh right, yeah, red light, green light. Right, right, right. Uh, that one's a green light. Let's face <laughs> it. Yeah, that one. You can sell a commercials with that one. Yeah. It's, it's a more butter, of a butterscotch. butterscotch yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Werther's. Butterscotch light. Werther's. <laughs> Paul Mattingly endorsing oh, Werther's. Oh, oh <laughs> God. Just walking down the street, and it's like trailing out of his pant leg, you know. A trail of liquid <laughs> Werther's. Nothing like butterscotch candy from an old man's pants. <laughs> hey, Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa, can I have a butterscotch? Salt you, don't, you don't want it. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> those, those are both grandpa voices. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how old is this kid? <laughs> how old is grandpa? <laughs> Methuselah in there. Hey, he's a skeleton. You, you know, he's a skeleton. He's like, yeah, you go. don't want this. Uh, please, uh, please, grandpa skeleton. Give me some of your poop candy. <laughs> when Paul dies, he'll be a sin. He'll live for years as a skeleton with a colon. <laughs> <laughs> And on his grave will be a little bowl of butter, you know, butterscotch Werther's. So are you saying yeah, help yourself, but please take only one. A toilet <laughs> bowl. A toilet bowl commode. <laughs> it's his skeleton and his digestive system are cursed, so all the other organs will dissolve away, and it'll just be like the esophagus, the stomach, and then the large and small intestines. Is hey, that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Did you guys. Uh-oh. Uh, coffins are on the streets of 
Louisiana now. Yes, they oh, are. That's yeah, grotesque. Yeah. Well, that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zombie apocalypse right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit's getting real, y'all. Might have to put a record scratch in that moment. <laughs> that's where the show just ground to a halt. <laughs> there, really? Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. guys, dead bodies. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, we just, just saying. We, we, I'm just saying. The 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 uh, lamestream media isn't covering it, so we got to put it out there. Thank you. Actually, Todd. Wars. Instead of the the. The record scratch, I think it's the squealing brakes car crash sound that you need to add in. (laughs) Well, we definitely just lost Atomic Geekdom. They they turned us off. Oh, that feelings. Who's Atomic Geekdom? Uh, Not even. Uh, (laughs) What do you got? Red light, green light, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Sci-fi, once again. Red light. Red light. (laughs) Is developing happy with an exclamation point. An adaptation of, once again, Grant Morrison's graphic novel with artist Derek Robertson, described as a grimy crime black comedy, Hmm. and centers on the corrupt ex-cop named Nick Sachs, who now works as a hitman. (laughs) But after a job goes wrong, Sachs finds himself with a bullet in his side, and the cops, the mob, and a killer in a Santa suit all in pursuit. His only hope may be happy. A tiny blue-winged horse that emerges from Sax's imagination what with a, quote, fuck? relentlessly positive attitude, unquote. Grant Morrison. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah? Green light. <laughs> Is it the brony thing? Yeah. The pony? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was like, oh, yeah, up until the pony appeared, I was like, okay, whatever. It sounds interesting. Green. But then the, the weird hallucination thing, that, that makes it for me. The, the panda. Green light, but I want to see a pilot. It's it's bizarre, but yeah, I'll give it a green light. Green, green light. light. Why the fuck not? I Let's just want to see a pilot. Let's find out what. Come happens. on, Matt. Play East German Judge. <laughs> red light. <laughs> East German Judge. Yeah. Is that what it was this year? It always is. Well, there, I guess there's usually no longer there is no East German, German anymore. But <laughs> when it was, oh, what about yeah. the I, I was calling back to older times, <laughs> right, way older darker times, times, darker times. Yeah, that was 25 years ago. We do not approve. Holy crap! Wow. Just no, right you guys just wow. really want to go Now we just lost two broke geeks. <laughs> They've tuned us out. This weightlifter is about to go for the world record. Oh, his butthole fell out. Oh, no. And, oh, what is... Is that butterscotch pudding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go he see. He's now, he's now the empty man. Oh. Write him into history. Once, the empty man. Once again, thank you for helping with my diet. <laughs> do they count your Do they count your lift if you lose your jerk. GI? What? That event that should get you bonus points. Jerk. Is it bonus points yeah. for getting your? It's the only way you can get a eleven out a of a distended rectum. Gives <laughs> you a little lift as it hits the the floor. Yeah. It bounces you. <laughs> your, your, your rectum gets ranked separately. It's, so like, it's like a, a bonus fucking gummy point. bear effect. Newtonian <laughs> physics. It's just equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. It's more of a propellant. Oh. A repellent. <laughs> and Paul, you know all about this. I do. They can put them back Many in, Many right? times my butthole has fallen out. the stairs. Yeah, Eight. shot you right up the stairs. Yeah. 8.5 yeah. for the lifter. <laughs> 5.5 for the prolapse. He's over here worrying. <laughs> Andy's over here worrying. They can put him back in, right? Like, what are you expecting? To have your- <laughs> no, they can't, Andy. They're never right again. Those people are never right again. Those those are the diaper people from there on. And uh, so let this be a lesson to you. Don't lift. Diapers 
and rubber bands around their middle. <laughs> this right here is why movies don't get made. <laughs> At the end of the day, they're too tired to do anything. They're like, fuck it, do Sharknado again. <laughs> yeah. I'll, can you imagine weightlifter distended colon NATO? No, no, not at all. That my brain can't yeah. wrap around yeah. it. Actually, at the first ever only weightlifting Olympics, He's all probably- the weightlifters eat bad soup and get real sick. And when they go for their lift, they poop out their butts, and their whole lower butt falls out. No. And then a storm, and all those lower butts get swept up. My brain stops me from imagining this as a defense mechanism. <laughs> And yet his poop streak thighs you had no problem with. <laughs> Not a problem. I know this man. It's true. We've been Barry and I've been through some shit. Literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. literally. <laughs> we we may rib each other, but we've been through some shit. We see some shit, man. Which makes my, my, seen some I'm shit. too old for this shit comment a little more poignant. <laughs> I'm too old for this I'm too old for this shit to be leaking in my pants, that's for sure. The battleground that was the early oh, days of the experience. I'll tell you. I made it by the hair of my dick into that bathroom. That was good. Just now? Yeah, it's close. Oh, really? It's close. That scares me. Hey, you should be scared. Well, yeah. next I, time, don't <laughs> dramatically pause when you announce you have to poop. Just <laughs> oh, put just down run. the mic. Just you're go. right. You've done that. You, we know. You, you've just been speaking away, and then suddenly... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, this was this would have been a good time, but I... Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever? <laughs> the dra- the dramatist. I, the dramatist I don't know. I, I just felt the need to share it with the audience. The dramatist so, took you know. charge. I'm sorry. Did, did you ever poop your Klingon trousers? No, thankfully. Mm. He no. had too much respect. I'll tell you. I had, job. You, I had, you didn't wear like regular trousers, right? It was like just the the dance belt, right? For a while, then Whoa. they let us go underwear. Whoa. Okay. Uh, we did. I had this exact same discussion on ICS today. <laughs> did you now? Yes. We're talking about. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. One. <laughs> talking about Dusty Rhodes to bring it back to wrestling. Uh, so when I'm people, when I'm dream. wearing you when do. I'm wearing my costume for uh, Fifty Shades, when I get down to my red singlet, there is nothing between my asshole and the audience but that red singlet. I have a dance belt that just covers my junk barely because my balls flung free one time, mm-hmm. but. My, wow, I really want to see this show you now. You should see it. My ass, <laughs> my ass is just hanging all out there. Oh, so God. only once have I had to resort to this, but I learned this from Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> what, you just pull to the side? And- no. <laughs> you get a little bit of toilet paper and you oh, tuck. Yeah. You, get, you just jam it up there for safety. Sure. Just in case. So Dusty would do this a lot, and he called it his muffler. Right? <laughs> One time he's wrestling, gets, gets slammed hard, and it goes flying out. And the rest of the match, they have to play dodge the muffler because there's this poopy, bloody thing flipping around on the fucking mat. And they're like, oh, shit. And he's losing his mind because he just shit out his rancid toilet plug. It's awesome. Just awesome. I can see it, too, in that Dusty Rhodes voice. Like, oh, yeah. Good. Look at you. Yeah. Well, I don't know what exactly what happened, but I think it was when I finally was slammed, slammed in the middle of the ring, Ooh, right down the middle of the ring, and I, I pooped my my muffler just came flying out. There's no stopping it. There's no getting it back in. That's for sure. I just let it go. Sometimes you gotta recognize what's gone is gone. <laughs> and let me that muffler was gone, baby, gone. So you're telling us when you're on the stage, 
You are one wet fart away from really having a show. Precisely. And mm-hmm. other... And you are prone to these. Other performers... From what really. we can tell. Not really. It's other like performers on a hose. Other performers have fallen into this trap. <laughs> so I, I would not... But yeah, it is, it, is, it is terrifying. Many nights I take uh, an anti-diarrhea pill before I go on the stage for like hours before just in case. And that's why I re- I rarely eat anything 6 to 8 hours before the show. Have you considered maybe it's your diet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have another nugget. So I was we're fi- in the I modern was safe, era. I was safe tonight thankfully. Fine. I was safe tonight thankfully, so there you go. So go see the show, folks. I gotta see this so, match. So yeah. green light. Oh, no, yeah, not there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know, right? <laughs> gotta figure out what match that is with Dusty Rhodes where he loses the muffler. Mm. I think it was a dark match. Damn it! Some it wasn't a butterscotch. It was dark, no. all right. Some house show where he didn't. didn't oh my god! Give us another movie. Didn't get recorded. <laughs> Please. It's a classic story. Red light, green light. <laughs> so so hard to transition butterscotch. back. <laughs> Butter. What's butterscotch? Is that in the middle? You yeah. got a butterscotch. <laughs> Between the thighs. A butterscotch filled colon bun. <laughs> Get the nice creamy filling, kids. Butterscotch than never. That sounds like the. It sounds like a Japanese delicacy. No, it sounds like the companion drink to go with the Ludmilla Sunrise. We were walking down Fremont last night, and somebody's phone did that when it went off, and we did that. I'm like, what the? Is Paul here? (laughs) Red light, green light, gentlemen. Universal Cable Productions has acquired the rights to adapt the long-running Wild Cards series of anthologies and mosaic novels for television. Author George R.R. Martin teased that it could potentially spawn several connected series. The Wild Card series is set in an alternate history where an alien virus started mutating survivors in the 1940s, either giving them superpowers or crippling them. The series launched in 1987 with an anthology collection from Martin and Melinda M. Snodgrass, who will serve as executive producer. That's her real name. Yeah. And now spans more than 20 anthologies with several different writers contributing to the universe. A new installment, High Stakes, is set to hit shelves in a few weeks. With so much material to mine, Martin said the creative team is already trying to figure what this is going to cover. Quote, which stories will be adapted? Which characters will be featured? Hard to say at this early stage. Let's see. We have Jet Boy, The Four Aces, Dr. Tachyon, The Great and Powerful Turtle, Modular Man, Yeoman, Wraith, Captain Trips, Fortunato, Puppet Man, Chrysalis, Poppin' Jay, The Oddity, Father Squid, Water Lily, Sewer Jack, Bagabond, Peregrine, Carnifax, Infamous Black Tongue, Bugsy, Curveball, Earth Witch, Cameo, Elephant Girl, Demise, Ramshed, Mackle Messer, Mr. Nobody, Double Helix, The Amazing Bubbles, Stuntman, Rust Belt, Longgrin, Hoodoo Mama, Drummer Boy, Abigail the Understudy, The Midnight Angel, and many, many more, unquote. Martin yeah, I Bo- missed that list. Can you say it again? <laughs> yeah, let's start all over. Wraith, Captain. Shut up! <laughs> Martin won't be involved. Cameo boy. There he is, walking through the background. <laughs> yeah, I want, a, I want a game where you just make up the powers for these characters. <laughs> sewer Jack, what does he do? He scours the sewer for stray Werther's originals. Super fight. <laughs> he scours the sewer for Jack. <laughs> Martin won't Jack be involved creatively with the series because he has locked it with an exclusive deal with HBO. 
So, Wild Cards. I've, I'm familiar the series exists. haven't read any of them, but after reading that list, I'm very intrigued. I have questions. How many books are there in these anthologies? I think there's only three, 20, right? No, there's 20 anthology 20. books. This, this and book. how involved is Martin in writing those books? He's the anthology editor. Okay. So, because they're all short story anthologies, as long as it doesn't end up like Game of Thrones, where you know they outpaced yeah, I, Martin, where Sewer Jack fucks Cameo Boy. Nineteen eighty seven is when these books started. Yeah, I, I will wow. give this an enthusiast, enthusiast, enthusiastic. Stroke ball. Oh, let me tell you, baby. I'm hey. gonna say, let's go, let's go, red light, let's go, green light, let's go, blue light, let's go, butterscotch, let's do it. <laughs> Just do it all. Do it all. Do it butter all. Butterscotch. Right. <laughs> I see it. I'll I give it a butterscotch. <laughs> I take it. Believe it. Do it. Get Green it done. Light. Green light. Yeah. Green light. Greenness, Green motherfucker. Let's go. It sounds like something that just ripe for mining. I, I was really intrigued by the whole 40s thing. It's like it started in the 40s, so I don't know if they would do a period thing because that would be cool. I'm but sure they do. Well, they should work off the, numbers, the, off the material that they have first, obviously, and then... If they're still writing them, who's who's read Wild Cards? Anybody here? Not me. Nobody. Wow. But sounds like we all might start. <laughs> yeah, right. Go on Amazon right after this. Yeah. Get it done. Bye. All right. So that's a enthusiastic green light plus mm. butterscotch. That's great. Okay. Mm. Let's do uh, one more, gentlemen. The BBC is looking to bring back one of its game shows, which aims to recreate real life historical battles with contestants calling the shots. <laughs> the original Time Commanders, which hit in 2003 and 2005, focused on four contestants who had worked together in different roles, generals, coordinating troops, etc. They would then pull in historians to analyze the decisions made by the players in comparison to what happened in real life Green and light. how those changes may have affected the battle's outcomes. The simulations were based on Rome Total War, a strategy role-playing game developed by the Creative Assembly. They'll be returning for the new series. The new series will be shown on BBC Four. Do they have right. people acting on the battles? I don't know. It sounds like super risk. Yeah. I've never heard anything like this. This is a completely new idea. It sounds... <clears throat> a completely original idea? What? It sounds interesting, and it's even better if they actually have somebody act on the battles. Uh, give it a green light. Okay. Yeah. Like thousands on each side, like what? yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess this crazy Korean animation, that South Korean <laughs> animation for shit that they can't get pictures of. I would hazard because <laughs> of cost factors, they would do animated simulation, which that's fine too. Mm-hmm. So green light, green light, green light, red light, definitely green light. What don't you like about it? Uh, I don't like the idea that okay, in a game show, uh, your your answers are going to be rated by military historians and played out by animated characters. It, it just seems lame to me. I don't know. Says the man who's raving about playing some D&D campaign yeah. for the first time in forever. It's, it's a D&D campaign. No, it's not. Because in a D&D campaign, your actions pay off right away and there's clear rules. Dude, I there's no clear rules on this. Well, it's just some guy saying, not in you know this, what? We should have gone over this hill. Not in this explanation, but no. there's probably well, yeah. there's probably something. I'll just say that I say green light more than any. Didn't you guys watch the uh, Great British Bake Off, the Great British Baking Challenge? I have not. No, What's no. so different about that one? I have it's a just, bakery. It's if just I'm a hungry, great show. It's a really great show. Um, 
my wife is addicted and I'm I watch it too. Sue Perkins is one of the co hosts and she's fantastic. Is there she's an episode from, where they bake stuff with peanuts and slim jim? They bake all kind of stuff. But she's from another show called Supersizers Go, which is fucking awesome. If you haven't watched Supersizers Go, go watch Supersizers Go. It's, What's Supersizers Go? Supersizers Go is Sue Perkins and this other gentleman whose name escapes me right now. They dress in period garb. And eat the diet of a certain era in time. I've seen that for a week yep. at a time. What? And it's fucking oh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, okay, yeah, where yeah, can I, I find this show? Uh, that sounds interesting. It was on Hulu briefly. It may still be. Uh, if it's not on Hulu, just search YouTube. Dig around. Supersizers go. It's so fucking yeah. fun. And Sue's hilarious, and the guy's funny too. They're both really fun, and they they just kind of take on the whole role of the characters that they're they're portraying and and they they do the activities that these people were doing in this time it's fucking fascinating and it's anyway my point being bbc does their homework on shows and they create interesting viable good game shows and while it may seem like the rules are maybe a little loosey-goose I, gar- I guarantee you the final product will be something worthwhile because they just have it right uh, the, 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 like, for British, game shows, British Bake, okay. British Bake Off, man, fucking drives me to tears. It's it's so emotional. Uh, it's really good. It's really really good. You were just huh. running a gummit today, man. I'm just telling you, I've had a day. We watched the finale today of season three, and I was just, oh, my my wife and I were both just in tears on the on the couch together. Like, finale of season three uh-huh, of the Bake Show, of the Bake Off. Yeah, we were just like. Whoa! And and <laughs> the and then fuck? and then I'm like I'm like, well, and she's like, why why are we getting so emotional? I was like, it's like, it a fucking good show. She's like, I'm almost waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, there's a pun at the end of this. No, no, <laughs> I was not like, a pun. I, what, what have I always said? Paul was raised by twelve, fourteen year old girls. girls. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is, fourteen year old Catholic girls. It's you it's watch the show. People. They're trying to make something sweet. They have limited time to do it. Sometimes it goes to shit. Sometimes it's amazing. But sounds but like eventually, all the baby shows I've seen. But eventually it all just goes away. It's just this beautiful metaphor for life. And what? Really? Really? You really yep. went there? What the? F- wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Philosophical Paul. So there's like something with uh, peanutty butterscotch dripping out of it. <laughs> Man, they had some wild shit on that last one. They all made these cakes. You got to stop saying shit as a <laughs> random noun. They yeah. made these cakes that were just... We that already. All of it's... All of it's they make incredible stuff. Some of it will just blow your fucking mind what they can do. Uh, this story is blowing my mind Great right British now. Bake Off gets high marks from me. I really enjoy hey, the Hey, Paul. <laughs> the other really great thing about it... Hey, Here's Paul. the other really great thing about it. Real quick. <laughs> the other really great thing about it is, unlike the fucking American game shows okay. and American television in general, Bake shows. the focus is on the positive rather than the negative. Okay. It's not about a bunch of fucking fighting. It's not about a bunch of crap. Oh, okay. It's people trying to achieve something great. It, it's funny because you're talking about this, and what comes to my mind is that one clip it's a Gordon Ramsay clip where there's this uh, one of his shows. There's a blind chef girl contestant, and she had to throw together this apple pie 
and like she totally panicked and she thought she did it and he has the pie and apparently she actually baked a fucking amazing pie and he totally he's totally the anti Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I remember he, that one. He totally His builds it chef. up and he totally just uh, he compliments everything and he ends with cradling her face and going, "You have to believe in yourself." And it was just like Jesus Christ! I've what alien? Crap. Those crap. Yeah, you know, you know. I've cheered up on MasterChef before. So, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of his hysterics are theatrics. Sure. I would not have well, picked it, any but, of you guys. But for... I don't. But I can't stand. I can't stand watching all that terribleness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those no, no, moments no. of lovely right, catharsis, right. I can't stand all the garbage. Well, like, you just hell, you have just like, you have just sold the BBC. You know. Uh, uh, game show reality things with you're talking about focusing on the positive that's a really cool at idea. least when it comes to the british bake-off i'm right. sure they bake have off. when it comes I mean, to war they're all fucked they up. have i'm sure they have some game shows that aren't quite up to snuff as we all do but but i mean that one just in comparison to the kind of cooking shows we see in here in the states yeah, yeah. it's so elevated and so much it's just it's got a, just a loveliness to it i think he should have sold into himself he shit a soul into himself. Look at him. He's, he's, he's all full of soul. And I'm feeling better. And soul. Maybe he's unclogged some blockage. Uh, yeah. I shit the demon out is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up my fifth chakra. And how? In my, in my, my chakras and my chakras are all chakacron. He's got, yeah, his, in my he's bathroom. got his third eye in the forehead and the one Butter. in the back. Yeah. His butterscotch chakra. I have opened, <laughs> I have opened my butterscotch brown eye. Ace, now I can see the wonders of the world from my butt. Ace, we've got to have a ton of butterscotch uh, cartoons coming up. No, no. Butter it up, buddy. (laughs) So, green light. (laughs) Yeah. Jeff, I think I haven't heard from you then. I didn't even realize we had started greenlighting because he went off on another story altogether. Uh, So, yeah. um, What were we talking about? Green light. (laughs) Green light. Don't worry. I had to think for a second. I was like... I'm not entirely sure what I just it, greenlit either. You're not the only one that just rewound it's that, that war, section. It's I that had to war rewind game. in my mind. It's like uh, British Bake Off, period, food eating, <laughs> shout out his soul, shout in show. the demon, or shout out the demon. <laughs> period, food like, eating is a I'm Gordon show. Ramsay. These people are on their period and I've got to eat oh the food boy, they make. Go. Also, I eat the period. <laughs> First, they make a good dinner, and then they period on it, and I have to eat it. Red Wing Chef. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's period tasting. What is this accent that he has? God damn, this, this tastes like period. It's the I've eaten it. I've eaten it. <laughs> oh. You're doing a Vinnie Jones. Bloody hell. He is doing the Vinnie right. Jones. You're absolutely right. Tonight. Gordon Ramsay eats No, no, period. that's Vinnie Jones from <laughs> X-Men 3. Jones. Look, I'm the goddamn balloon not juggernaut, so I am. <laughs> and I'm here to eat, period. <laughs> Wait, I'm here to the fuck eat, I period. <laughs> Do you have that one in your book, Andy? Because that was a way back <laughs> throwback. Blue not juggernaut? Blue not juggernaut. I'll put it in. <laughs> I'm the goddamn balloon not juggernaut. It's in the car. I'll put it on. <laughs> I'll punch in your butterscotch eye. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I got oh, that. Oh man! Uh, moving on, some news. The only at first this tastes like waffles, but then it tastes like period. Why was it that color? 
What? Because it couldn't be blue. Are, are, really, are, are we, are we dissecting it? I'm telling it? you what happened. Oh, well, now you are. Because it's, cause it was basically peanut butter. It was it was honey roasted peanuts. Well, yeah. fuck. There goes my peanut butter now. Honey too. roasted peanuts. <laughs> okay. Think about it, Andy. Uh, Slim Jim. I love peanut butter. Red Bull. And not what? enough leafy greens. Got a whole None leafy jar. greens. Not when have you ever None seen this guy greens. eat vegetables? There was a time when I did had to salads. throw a salad yeah. at his. And face let's face it, it Slim it Jim is a lubricant. So, man, yeah, <laughs> it was just. I mean, it became a slalom course. I got a brand new full jar of peanut butter at home that I can't eat now. <laughs> yes, you can. You'll man is up it and eat. Smooth or crunchy? Crunchy. <laughs> All right, even better. Yeah. yeah, that stuff was dancing on my colon moguls, doing yeah. doing fucking just, air trickies. Just put it on a when bun. Dancing on your colon. <laughs> oh, what a <laughs> Lionel Richie's so proud. Dancing on your colon bun. <laughs> you asshole. Yes. <laughs> there goes your Lionel Richie night, right? <laughs> there goes all that Lionel Richie food yeah. order. <laughs> I was gonna sit in the Blue dark eating Fez right off his head. I was gonna Damn sit in the dark up. eating my peanut butter, listening to Lionel Richie. Can't do that now. Lionel Richie has a line of cordials. Now I can't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Richie's cherry cordials. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the butterscotch cordials you gotta eat. Oh, watch out! Oh. All right, go on. Hello, you don't give a shit please about. go what on. Are these cordials you're looking for? No, See, my name is Lionel Richie. See, this is the thing I have that a you guys order don't deal. do. You don't stop him when he's gone far, far over the edge. You just sit there and go, oh, well, "Would you like well, some of my cordials?" Dude, we've they got go a fan base who is expecting. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't do it, we have to egg him onto it. They have the quality. Assurance Lionel Richie seal. And whatever you're doing is not stopping him. And you should eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah really, Barry. I can't I can't stop him anymore. Yeah. Your lady here has no power. Welcome to Geek Shock. <laughs> you have the power right there at your fingertips. I am not My Bill O'Reilly. My name is Lionel Richie, yes indeed. The cherries in these cordials start off. As just a seed. Oh shit! We're back to the blind girl. But then they grow <laughs> into something more. I forgot about that. Hello. Wow. Right. We're gonna pull out shit from the video. And she kind of sculpted his head in butter. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It made it into a baffle pie. Was it butter or was it, a, was it like clay? It was clay. It was clay, yeah. but it, it should have been like butter. It was clay butter. I choose yeah. to believe it was butter now. And then, and then they they put that face between. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubbed that right face stuff. on her stuff and butt. She's like, oh. He was period eating. He was he was getting her ready. He's like, I'm gonna turn you into the margarine queen. The only remaining 35 millimeter print of a movie officially titled "The Man Who Saves the World." He, he fucking shed spreads her legs. <laughs> I find all that, right, all right. I find that joke marginal. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> See, Barry, wasn't it worth waiting for? No! It wasn't worth waiting for at all. And he finds out her oh, butt man. is a crock, a crock pot. A... Yeah, yeah. Stroke wallet. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> put Andy in Paul's mouth. Why don't you crock a shit? We know it'd be easier, but I mean, <laughs> now? Was it worth it, you ask me? Really? It's like crawling through 500 miles of shit and barbed wire just for a potato chip afterward. Yeah, potato chip's nice. It's tasty. But damn it, it wasn't oh. worth it. <laughs> They're not all diamonds, Barry. 
They're not all pennies. That's true. <laughs> They're a lot worse, most of them. Wait, were there pennies in it too? Yes. No, <laughs> thankfully it wasn't like check the diaper for pennies. I didn't need a penny. That you know of. <laughs> in for a penny, penny in, in for a pound. pound. <laughs> oh. In for an ass pound. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I'm Lionel Richie for Lionel Richie's butter that you put on yourself. It looks like me. I just want to thank everybody who... <laughs> Posted otter videos. <laughs> That's what keeps this alive. <laughs> That's what keeps this alive. Have you heard? Have you heard Ice Cream Social? What Jacob and Matt are planning? No, no. they're trying to do a Kickstarter to pay you to stop doing research for the show, <laughs> so the show goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> to pay me just to stop. Stop Because he knows we're going to win next year. We're going to beat him out. We're still winning, I think. Oh yeah. It's close. We get we got we've gained ice cream social has gained a lot of listeners recently, but we're doing good here. We all doing we, good. We, it's all all high tides, all boats. That's baby. right, man. We we all we all brothers and sisters. Yes. There's a movie. You found a movie or something? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, there's yeah, a movie. Yeah, a movie. All right. The only remaining 35 millimeter print of a movie officially titled "The Man Who Saves the World." has been discovered in a collection of films belonging to a retired projectionist in northwestern Turkey. The movie, which follows two Turkish spaceship pilots who crash land on a planet ruled by an evil wizard, Turkish Star Wars, was released theatrically in Turkey in 1982 and quickly came to be seen for what it actually was, a remix of plot elements from Star Wars. A new Hope. Oh, not just plot elements. Yeah, complete with copied or actual footage from that film and quote-unquote borrowed music from Raiders of the Lost Ark, Flash Gordon, and the James Bond entry Moonraker. This kind of piracy wow. is nothing new. Over the years, many countries such as Indonesia, Korea, Nigeria have created their own versions of popular Hollywood movies, with Turkey being especially notorious for the practice. And one of that nation's most sought-after productions by cult film collectors has been The Man Who Saves the World, which has been known outside the country of its origin as Turkish Star Wars, and thought lost until now. Apparently, the projectionist never gave his copy of the film back to the distributor, instead telling him that the print had been damaged. And now, this once-lost oddity can be seen again. Wow. Collectors are going to gobble it up. Fathom events. Is that a turkey oh, joke? That's a turkey oh. joke. Yeah. That's a turkey joke, yeah, everybody. Sure, it kind of was. Turkey film, joke. Film historian Ed Glazer said, I... That was foul, Paul. Well, I think it's time Thanksgiving was given for this discovery. Well, I know I, you're proud, but you're really feathering your nest on Oh, that. boy. Shame on your poultry humor. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> nice one. Oh, I, we lost Matt. I just feel this film is going to be a Turkish delight. Oh, I, I like that. I feel like I want to give this a rim shot, but I can't find my drumstick. Oh. oh, and rim shot. Come on, that's that's a good callback to yeah. you know yeah. ass. Yeah. So, Kirsten, you knew about this movie before. Oh hell yes! So you're a trip to fan of this film. Oh. Yay! Oh. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> turkey jokes. Turkey jokes. Guys, we found our thing. Turkey jokes. This we time. found our thing. Turkey. This time is turkey puns. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> something, something, beak waddle. I don't know. <laughs> beak waddle. <laughs> Stuffing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mashed potatoes. Uh, breast. Mashed pota- breast. 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 <laughs> 
Holy shit. Researchers from MIT and Microsoft Research have developed a new project codenamed Duo Skin. Did you say colonade? <laughs> colonade? Colonade, the worst kind of Kool-Aid. <laughs> when you squeeze a colon, well, out comes oh, colonade. Oh, who likes butterscotch-flavored Kool-Aid? Oh. Yeah, you drink it with oh. while you're eating your colon bun. Sharkleberry Finn. Assgasm. <laughs> Strawberry Turtle. Wait, what was that second one? No, don't 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 mind it, Jerry. We're just uh, we're just testing things. Spit Wait, no. What it. was that? No, fuck spitball. What was that second flavor? Askasm. I thought that's what it was. What the fuck are you trying to pull, Jerry? What are you? What the fuck? Sharkleberry Finn. Askasm. Are you just doing a whole Finn? That'll be a great ice cream. What? An ice cream. Kool Aid has never done ice cream. What? What are we? Do, what are we talking about here, gentlemen? I'm about to. I'm about to end this meeting right now. <laughs> you and me I'm about both. to stop this fucking PowerPoint presentation <laughs> and walk out of this room. If somebody doesn't explain to me how we got this far with asgasm as a possible flavor for this child's drink, this is a child's drink. This is killing Jeff. This is great. <laughs> It's so terrible. <laughs> I really I thought you were even... doing a bit from Rick and Morty. No. Okay. No. I thought you were no, talking about just really committed. It's really like committed. when improv goes so bad yeah. that it's funny again. It's going around. Yeah. Uh, I thought he meant Ben oh, and Jerry's. It's family guided. Okay. <laughs> Mrs. Spunkelmeyer's uh, fifth period improv stars. <laughs> she's only had five periods? And now tonight she's going to have one right on my plate. And I've eaten it. Bloody hell! Oh. Bloody hell! I'm the juggernaut balloon knot! Fez drop. Fez I don't know drop. what's funnier. The fact that Andy cannot decide whether to keep the Fez on or it's off. It's hot! Or it's hot. it just drops. It's hot! And he picks it up or he does... I, I, it, and have you seen I, it? It like pops off his yeah. head. Like it like it got it's squeezed like, off it or something. It shoots off. <laughs> It doesn't, like, it doesn't tip off or slide off. Yeah, yeah. It pops off of his Pop. head. <laughs> He's a fucking whack-a-mole. It was all nice and settled on the, the on the shelf yeah. over there. But then now you put it on and it's like, I, I thought I escaped this guy. Well, <laughs> at least it's just a hat and not a glass full of something. Yeah, that's that true. That he's fiddling I will and dropping agree with everywhere. Yeah. Right. Then again, it, one of these times it's going to pop off. It's going to hit that bottle, which is going to tip over and hit Matt's glass of water. It puts the man which in the is pan. Gonna, what's your Rube Goldberg? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. <laughs> Did we ever finish that story? We didn't start it. Okay. <laughs> Asgasm. Like, are you going to sit here with a straight face and tell me <laughs> that we are going to attempt to sell Asgasm as a flavor to children. It's a children's drink. The kids will love it. What no. are you talking about? It's what? green. In all fairness, it was originally called Sphinctergasm. Well, Asgasm that, okay, tested better. That is better. Much better yeah, Asgasm much better. is better than Sphinctergasm. I'll give you that. Can we go Sphinctergasm a... sounds like some kind of poltergeist. Can we go Sphinxgasm? Then that's Egyptian. Okay. Listen, listen. The test group loved it. I don't trust your fucking test groups. And this is a lead-in. It's Martin. just the beginning. After this, it'll be pumpkin prolapse. <laughs> pumpkin prolapse? Yeah. We're going to reuse the characters from Fuzzy Funny Face and uh, the Funny Face Kool-Aid stuff. and uh, you know. It'll be a Thanksgiving release. 
Oh, I got another Thanksgiving release. Oh. <laughs> Pumpkin prolapse and jack-off lantern. Yeah. Hey. Now, you're <laughs> now you're on board. There's your fucking holiday release. Yeah. Goo. Uh, until next week, I am Master Torgo. Assgasm? You're going to tell me assgasm? It's a children's drink. <laughs> this is a drink for children. The data doesn't lie. The Tusk Group loved it. I what, don't fucking. I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear. God. I don't want to hear anymore. I fucking drink for children. Actually, 80s Jeff. You guys should return this your fucking This is why Dr. Salaries. Larg only comes around every few months. Commander <laughs> K. Fact checked Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Do I sound better when I talk into the mic and say fact checked Andy instead of just talking into my phone? Yeah. Pretty oh, much. Good. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do that in the future. You then. sound better when you enunciate. You're <laughs> no prettier, though. Well. <laughs> I'm no less he's, pretty. He's what are you talking? He's fez popping pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the a fez for radio. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops all the fezes. <laughs> in the money and fandom bar next to a lovely woman. Of course you are. She turns to me and goes, "Jake says not to spill anything on me." Go, Jake! Go, Jake! And he subtly slips his cock back in his pants. I guess we're going back in the old zipper hole. Is a good try there, Gunther? Gunther? Yeah, his cock's nickname is Gunther. <laughs> it's true, it's canon. So we got Gunther, <laughs> Gunther and Mjolnir. Is it, a, it is a canon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great, now we have Gunther and Mjolnir. <laughs> is that going to be a I new would, release after Christmas yeah. put, too? No. <laughs> Gunther I would, I would, and Mjolnir. I would watch that Saturday morning cartoon show. <laughs> Thank you. If you the write adventures in. of Gunther and Mjolnir, the weird wieners. <laughs> if you write in and name Paul's wiener, uh, he'll get it tattooed on it. I don't think I don't have that's a, a Patreon. Just don't yes, make it a big name. name. <laughs> oh, no. I think minuscule would be a good nickname. Minuscule, inviso. Send your initials. Turtle hidden, head, hidden turtle. Yeah, turtle. Are you telling us you're hung up like a pimento? Oh, that's generous. <laughs> a pimento. <laughs> My cock is jealous of pimentos. Oh. Askasm. This is a child. It's for children. <laughs> this is a beverage marketed to kids. You fucking asshole! They're gonna cut it. into the YooHoo market. It'll totally take oh. it over. It tastes almost exactly like Ecto Cooler. Does that help? No. Oh. It's brown Ecto Cooler. Test group loved it. Well, butterscotch colored Ecto Cooler. Oh, didn't have a color in my why, mind. Why do I feel like Why do I feel like this is gonna wind up <laughs> being a skit on the Bucket Show tomorrow night between him it and Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Stranger Ask things him. have happened. <laughs> It's a good starting point. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and we can finish a race. Hey, no hey, pressure, no diamonds. Torgo. Yes. Do one more story. What? Any random story. This is the bonus content for people who stayed. Wow. You're right, because there are people that, that yeah, have yeah. gone. They, they, they think it's done. They've heard uh, the music. And they're, they're yeah. kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> you should oh, yeah. stay after at, the credits. They look at the Nick ticker Fury and they're like, this special the 350th episode. Right. There you go. Well, the timer says there's four minutes left, but they they already signed off. Yeah. That's researchers. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's, that, I mean, that's like, like I he's, he's like a spy satellite. <laughs>
Shh, this is the swarmer scene. This is the after credit <laughs> shit right here. The stinger. The stinger. That's the name for his penis. Researchers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. The stinger. Use it that would have been the off. point to stop the show. Very small. <laughs> causes a lot of trouble. You'll need a salve. It's all good. Got to pull it out with tweezers. Yep. Makes children cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Makes children cry. <laughs> I go after that nest. Yes. Some people are allergic. <laughs> Researchers from MIT and Microsoft Research have developed a new project code named Duo Skin which can be used to apply temporary metallic tattoos capable of working as on-skin interfaces for gadgets, i.e. you can control technology from your own skin. The tech is still fairly new, but the team has apparently demonstrated its feasibility in a few different concepts. The flash tattoos can be used to transform your skin into a trackpad, function as a button or slider, or control mobile tech or computers. It can store data by reading NFC-enabled devices, they're also fairly easy to make, too, by printing the pattern in for circuitry and putting it on gold leaf layer for conductivity. Porn. I was going to say, if it goes on a wiener, it's the only place tech goes. If if tech has a porn application, people will buy it. Yep. Yep. I can't That's wait to see what Why VR is such that. a big thing. Now, how could we use that technology for porn right Have now? Have you seen it? Have you seen it in action? No. So it looks kind of Tell like someone's wearing... Uh, it's it's like a temporary tattoo. I saw someone had one on their wrist, and it had like four little bars, whatever. And they would like swipe their finger on it, and they their device would swipe. It's pretty simplistic as far as the controls go. Uh, I, I imagine why not just use the device? Exactly. Right now, it's a little weird like that. Well, is it complicated enough that you could build like Merlin into your arm? Sure, you could. No, you could do I got like, it. You put it on your Simon. hoo-ha, yeah, your ding dong, yep, whatever you got, mm-hmm. whatever your business is, your stinger, and you're, you're on your stinger, yeah. And you would control a device with your with your wang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it would be. So right now it's just showing off. Right. Uh, it Look would what be... I can do. So in his, his example, was swiping something on. So in your example, you'd be swiping it on, swiping it off, swiping it on, swiping it off, swiping it on. Swiping Imagine off. we... Okay, how about this? Uh, let's say they remake uh, X-Wing. Remember the classic uh, video game X-Wing? Yes. yes. Sci Fighter? Okay. But the control stick... It's controlled by your girlfriend or, you know, for the lonely, by you, uh, with your wang. On your wiener. Yeah. yeah. To the right, to the right, to the right. <laughs> too far, too far, too far. Oh, so you're... Oh, oh, in my fourth dog fight. <laughs> so you're... I'm raw like a fucking onion. <laughs> so oh. you're... But, but the Empire's going to win. I, I can't know, do the truck I'm do this for the rebellion. <laughs> Come on, bring it up one more time. Oh, the blood of my foreskin goes for you, my love. <laughs> for you, my mothma. I will bleed out of my wiener hole. So you're saying your joystick becomes your joystick. It becomes your fucking pain stick, your oinock. <laughs> your Klingon oinock. pain stick. Yep. Let's, do, let's do a Klingon simulator with the oh, wiener. Whoa. I can only get a minute into this game. I'm Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 